Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Hello, 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 all you wonderful mixologists out there. It is your girl, Moni, and you are listening to Mixing with Moni. This is my last podcast episode of my 24th year of living. <laughs> Suspense. I'm sorry about it. Not really. That was fun. Um, I am turning a quarter of a century old. You're probably like, oh my gosh. This girl, she's so wise, so smart, so funny, so witty, so quick. How is she only 25? Or you're like, 25, this girl needs to grow up. Either way, you slice it, it's about to be my birthday. And I have felt very much like karma has kicked me in the ass because I have embodied what I've hated. And that would be name redacted, aka if you're new here, her name is ST Star SSI. Schroeder. I have redacted her name from my vocabulary for, I don't know, over a year just because I don't feel like it. I don't even like to talk about her, but I have now become her because what is this? It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Like, why am I running around (laughs) singing and praising this? I've never really been a big fan of my birthday, but for some reason, just my life is in a good place right now. I'm moving back home to the DC area with my fiance. I am excited to be almost on my master's this year in December after student teaching, unpaid, but very excited about it. I am going to be a fully licensed master's holding educator. And I get to really like level up. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to give the kids more. I've loved everything that I've been able to learn and grow from as a you know educator and getting my degree. Being in grad school hasn't been easy, but I'm very excited for it. I just feel like I'm in a good place. I'm getting married and planning a wedding, and it has been a really good year. Even since last year, I'm very blessed for everyone that listens every week. There is a very, very exciting announcement coming very soon to the podcast, and I'm grateful. I'm humbled. I'm appreciative of everyone that listens every single week. And that follows me, does talks to me, all the things. Even y'all that hate me, it's fine. It's cool. It brings me to the charts. So I'm just grateful and I'm feeling very happy uh, uh, right around the corner for my birthday. It is the 24th. This comes out on Friday. My birthday is Saturday and I'm coming. This is the episode for my birthday because I am going to be in my A out drinking wine, hopefully. And not thinking about anything else. And I'm very excited to do that. In this episode today, there will be a light solicitation for if you would like to donate to the wine experience that is money. You're welcome to in mixology and all that. Like contribute to the mixer if you'd like. If you don't love me that much and you're just like, girl, why are you listening dollars? It's a panorama. Why are you doing that? It's a whole pina colada outside. Understandable, but if you do have anything, there is a wonderful charity that I have shouted out in 
my episode today with Sam Bravo historian. And I think it is a great place to put any, like a dollar, 54 cents, $5, whatever it is that you have. If you have anything, if you want to at all, at the very least, spread the word, pass along the message, get the message across. You'll hear why I explained it in the episode. Very excited for things coming on the podcast and everything that I am, you know, getting going. And it's going to be a really good year. I'm excited for my birthday. I'm excited for y'all to hear this episode. Me and Sam had such a good time, much like me and Raven did last week. It's It's been very fun recording lately. And that's because we're just walking in these episodes with a new attitude because you have to, because sometimes they give us a lot and then other times they fall so flat on their face, but we try to have fun no matter what. So you can have fun with this too. Yeah, without further ado, let's get into Sam Bravo Historian being on the podcast talking Dallas, Atlanta, New Jersey, and even a little bit of the Potomac trailer at the beginning. And Kardashians? Why? I don't know. But all that and so much more, you're welcome to mix with us in honor of my birthday. Please pour yourself something, honey. Go out and get yourself a little nice something, something. If you, if it's safe, if you feel good about it, um, or at home, mix a little something for yourself in honor of me. That is also a great way to spend your birthday. Please. I am asking if you listen to this, post yourself on the 24th or this weekend overall, drinking a nice beverage or at all, just drinking a beverage mixer or something that you mixed any kind of cocktail, coffee even, anything you're able to drink that is good for you, that you want to drink, post it, tag me. I will be reposting pictures of people, the cocktails they're mixing to feel like we're all mixing it with each other. And since I can't be tuned into absolutely everything that I see in the news and the hot topics and Bravo and everything as much as I'll try my fiance will absolutely try to take my ring back. Just kidding. It's super good onto my hand. She can never touch it, but she would try to take it back if I was on my phone too much because there's plenty of surprises and plans that I have no idea what they are. And I just know wine is involved and that's what I want. Um, So please send me anything you have of you celebrating your birthday with me. Cheers to me. That is the best way that you can Wish me a happy birthday outside of contributing to my birthday. Um, You can always do that. Y'all, it's jokes. I'm not really, like, it's fine. Like, someone might take that wrong anyway. It's take care of yourselves. It's a whole pandemic. Please, that means more to me. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. Treat yourself well. And show me that you are having a little something, something with me and that you're listening. And that would make me feel really great. And I would love to repost those. So if you're into it, if you like it, I love it. And Stay tuned for that. And coming up next is Sam from Bravo Historian. She has a new podcast, Hot Off the Mess, featuring or uh, presented by The Dip, um, who also has uh, like Christian Gray Snow. His podcast is on there as well. Um, something about a slut pig. Um, but Sam is here. We've had Sam before, not too long ago. I wanted to do a birthday kiki with her and talk all the housewives, and that is what we did. So enjoy that. Please know. I am thinking of you while I am away. This is all for content. I will get lit and think about a lot of things, take in a lot of things, take a lot of good pictures and things for content. And without further ado, let's get into what we're here for. Mess. Okay. Bravo. And some mess. Let's talk about it. All right. Bye. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey y'all, quick interruption, very quick. I finally did it. I finally started a brand new series on the Patreon, which you can join right now for as low as $5 with multiple other levels with new and other parts. I am doing a rewatch and rewind series of the very first episode in the very first season of all the Housewife franchises, starting with Orange County and joined by Kendrick from the Me, You, Housewives, and Marvel 2 podcast. I will be kicking off on April 24th, my birthday. If you didn't know that already, this is a joke. I'm kicking off the series and we're starting with OC and we're talking with no context, straight from the beginning, what we're we're watching, what we see, what we love, what we hate. Do we get how it became a mega conglomerate that we are all obsessed with? both of this particular city and all the cities. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash mixingwithmani if you're interested. And let's get back to the show. All right, y'all, as promised, I am here with the incomparable historian of all things Bravo. Her name is Samantha Bush. You know her as Bravo historian. Also... As the new podcast host of Hot Off the Mess, presented by The Dip, please welcome Sam. Welcome Hi. back. How are you? I'm, I'm so, so excited that you are back. I'm so excited for your new podcast. What is it? What's happening? What's going okay. on? You're so, a professional. Y'all, she has a mic. Now. I'm a professional. Like, yeah. I'm not doing this. Like, like I'm with it. So my idea for this podcast was like obviously going to be Bravo related of course um but it's going to be more of like a newsy type of thing like I'm going to have my opinions and everything like that but I also I feel like there's so much that happens in the Bravo universe Mm -hmm. that it's like did you have you ever seen John Oliver last week tonight have you heard of it of course I know who that is I kind of want it to be like that but for Bravo. Okay. And like less highbrow, you know what I mean? Like love I'm not going to be discussing like, like the Russian Ukraine relations. Like we are okay. here to discuss like Jen Shaw, my hatred of Austin. So not NPR more E meets like if E covered the bad girls club. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, that would have been amazing. They probably would have been, been so fun. E probably would be in a lot better position now. If they <laughs> Listen, they would not be banking on the Kardashians. They wouldn't have lost so many amazing shows. I remember the Harry Bradshaw show they yes. wanted to push. Do you remember the, um, it was one, whose wife was it? Clint Eastwood's wife, Dina Eastwood. It was like, yes, I don't know. But it was like, what made you I think that it. Clint Eastwood, <laughs> his one of his many post whatever wives living on a ranch with two semi-attractive children what made you think this was a good idea I don't understand yeah. what we're they, what the thought process keep, was 
And they keep trying to make a new Kardashians and it's just uh-huh. doesn't work because also the Kardashians aren't like their show isn't of this time anymore. No. And I mean, to be honest, they're trying to make it happen as if like the current Kardashians now is what we care about. Believe it or not, people watch them now out of strict loyalty and fandom because of what they were before. I cared about them years ago. I often relay people back to this distant memory and of the show where Kim is wearing a horizontal striped top of purple and pink nature, two things that do not match, Uggs, and is walking through an apartment complex with like a slim Gucci bag and hits Chloe over the head with it while Chloe eats Chipotle in Rob's apartment. There is Chipotle, there are Uggs, there are horizontal stripes. And she's upset because Chloe ruined her business deal at the Bentley office or whatever, the Bentley dealership. And it was a business deal. And for at a time where Chloe could actually embarrass Kim in front of a car dealer. Because she was like, oh my God, like, I'm so nervous to buy this Bentley. And Chloe's like, what are you even doing? Can you afford this? Like, this is a business deal. This is business. I'm like, imagine a time where a car dealer could actually be embarrassed by a Kardashian's performance and like choose to say no to the business, choose to reject that business. Now Mm -hmm. they could act a damn fool in a They could buy the the business. Right. They could do whatever they want. If they wanted to spray paint the floor, people would be like, oh my God, and it's so pretty. Can we take a picture? But this means genuinely looking at Kim and Chloe like, who are these girls and why can they, why are they buying? Yeah. Why are they here? And I just remember Kim taking, and and she talks about this, like how she took any business deal. Like mm-hmm. Carl's Jr. Skechers. I remember <laughs> Carl's Jr. And it was like this big West Coast campaign. And I remember thinking to myself, I want to go to a Carl's Jr. I asked my parents if we could go visit my Nana in Las Vegas that year for Christmas. We had just gotten back. Vegas is a very expensive flight from DC. It's also six hours. And I was like, we need to go back. I need to go to Carl's Jr. and see Kim Kardashian's campaign. That is what caused people to watch this show because we were looking at the absurdity of this family. Not also, today. <laughs> well, and like so much of what happens on the show now, we already know like mm-hmm. six months in advance so it's yes. like I don't really need to sit there and like watch them rehash shit that like first of all it's like so fake now yeah I remember Rob had OCD for only 43 minutes <laughs> one episode with commercial yeah, breaks never heard of it again oh him and Adrian what a time I sided with Adrian remember the episode where he slapped her like and Chris was like going to die like they did it as a prank for her mom and he slapped her and Chris was like Robert oh my god she saw lawsuit that's all she saw was it was gonna be this is on camera lawsuit lawsuit camera I just oh this is a case for the FBI what a time I love what a time or she's like Kim your sister is going to jail stop 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 taking taking selfies like when there weren't even selfies yet. Like I've never actually debated if Kim deserved her fortune because she actually was a thousand percent ahead of her time to have a sexy lingerie cheeseburger photo shoot and campaign. You deserve my respect because yeah, no, for <laughs> that's sure. ridiculous. <laughs> I listen and I also I feel like I'm in the minority here when it comes to not wanting Scott and Courtney back together you do not 
I, I don't think Courtney deserves him. I love Scott. Hate him. You hate Scott, and I love Scott. What's happening, Sam? This doesn't. Happen. Okay, let me be clear. Me. Let me clear this up. This I want to clear this up really quick. <laughs> I don't hate Scott as a person. Okay. I hate Scott for Courtney. Okay. And I that's think it's possible. really annoying that he's like going around and he's like, "Oh my god, it's really hard watching her date other people." Like you fucked up a million times. Yes. And when people say Courtney is boring, I'm like, Courtney carried the Kardashians on her fucking back. I mean, like she got pregnant on camera. She had Scott. She keeps going back to him just to have pretty babies. And I low-key dig it. I kind of love that she's like, I, she like Portia only wants one baby daddy but wanted multiple children so she yeah. would literally go live her life look at her kid go this kid is gorgeous I love my kids I want more kids and have another one and then she'd be like okay bye and I kind of dig that and I don't love Scott and his young girl fetish or really? whatever because it's not okay and like Sophia I could get behind because they seemed to be together for so long and like she was around Courtney and it seemed to be like I don't know weird. she's literally Kylie's best friend since like high school that's weird to me yeah okay you're right like they used to hang out I literally once scrolled all the way down to the bottom of Kylie Jenner's feet I do not know why this was years ago I was very bored and it was a picture of her Mia, her old best friend and uh <gasps> Sophia and Sophia it Justice was them three Mia. at Cheesecake Factory. Like real, we're going real teenage going regular real life here. Yeah. Like she was dating like Jaden Smith type thing. This is old, very old original faces. Everyone has just regular high school highlights that they probably had to ask for. They're in a Cheesecake Factory booth. It's very cloudy of a photo. I don't even know if it's still up there. And I'm like, they used to be inseparable. Like those three used to be BFFs and I used to stand. And now you want to, you are my oldest sister's baby's father and you're dating one of my best friends from high school. What did we do with that? I don't know. I don't want to go on that vacation. That's probably why she never did. And you want to know something, Sam? Someone who would probably agree with your hot takes on Scott would be Courtney. I don't think she likes him for her either. Nope. So... No, it's fine. Or, I mean, she's doing a great thing with Travis right now. She's having a good time with um. I am like really into it. Yes. And that video he posted for her birthday. Yeah, that beautiful arrangement too. Like he put in our house, like the gardenias, like tulips. What do you get with these people for their birthdays? You have to really come up with a concept. It's like when Travis Scott oh. got Kylie just like a gajillion roses, and I'm like, who won't clean that up? But also, like, like it's um, Kanye got Kim like the Mother's Day like gift of the violins, a playing. string quartet. Yeah, like that's what you have to do. Like you have to it's a concept like you need mm-hmm. sketches and people like you can't just be yes. like here's the gift babe because anything could be money you know and money doesn't always give you nice things not all you sometimes you have to really have a nice concept there even mm-hmm. if it's not a lot of money and it will go very far we know this to be true if you look at the facts of the members of the <clears throat> dallas cast of housewives of dallas have a lot of money and I've never been more bored than this season. However, the members of the Housewives of Potomac cast do not have quite the same net worth. They have income because it's expensive to live there, but net worth, not so much, but yet that 11 second teaser where Wendy's asking me if anybody wants a titty and I found myself raising my hand. I said, I do. 
I don't know what you're asking, but I want it. Can I, I have some titty? I don't know <laughs> where the titty is coming from, but I'll take a titty. Literally. And she's like holding the titty cupcakes and she's like, anybody want a titty? Anatomy by Potomac. Like that's really it. what it is. Mm-hmm. I would actually like to start our conversation of um, these trailers and teasers and so many things by reading the dialogue of that 11 second teaser. Okay. Shall we do that? I think that would be very fun, actually. Um, for those who do not know, Bravo released a no more than 10 second teaser at the, just 10 seconds. at the end of the finale of Atlanta where they were, the show is over. We're all about to go to bed. And they were like, coming soon. And you're like, what is this? And then we get these words, Karen. Do you want to talk about your fiery box? Wendy. You're talking about her coochie on fire? Karen. Oh, yes. She has a hot box. Giselle. We all know the ding dong at her house is broken. Ashley and Robin look in confusion, dismay, and despair. (laughs) Wendy. Does anybody want a titty? And Bravo While Black posted this by the dip where they said me, the collective me is of we, goes just genius beautiful everything about it yes just give it to me i want pfizer and potomac in my veins at the same time can i get i want them both i think that will actually be a cure-all potomac if we needed to quarantine again i feel like if they gave it to me at the same week it's potomac i might say yes like i'm very ready to leave my home and i still would probably say yes they were like you can watch potomac okay well maybe all right yeah i when i saw that i had to watch it like six times to process Mm -hmm. like holy shit we're actually getting a new season in the summer Uh uh-huh and what is so you know what i thought of Mm-hmm. The last time I can remember like a season coming back this quickly is the New Jersey. I feel like season three and four, like when they were filming oh, yes. the finale or something to like season four while they filmed the season three reunion or something like yes. that. It, like they yes. had to get it out because like so much shit was happening, but okay. What a time there's a rumor circulating uh-huh mm-hmm. you explain this rumor to me what what is what are, what are we talking about here in okay. 10 seconds why is everyone's lower extremities on fire okay there is a rumor going around yes this is all alleged alleged okay karen is alleging that giselle has herpes <laughs> And that is the she is referring to. No, no. And then I also heard another rumor recently, and it's gonna fuck you up. Wait, this is this is breaking news. This is hot off the mess for me. What is it? It's gonna fuck you up. I'm ready. Because I still haven't. I haven't even uttered these words out loud. (gasps) Okay. I heard. Yes. (sighs) <sighs> that Eddie no 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 <laughs> I know I heard through the grapevine that Eddie got a co-worker 
pregnant. I'm cutting a grapevine. I want to cut it. I want to cut the vine. I Why am I never allowed to like a house husband? I have never been able to since I'm Greg. I used to stand Greg and people were like, well, you know. No, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to like them. This could be a I, it needs to be, but it's probably not because where there's smoke, there's usually an explosion. It's housewives. And you want to know something? The only reason why, unfortunately, although this is alleged, I could see it happening is because for some dumbass reason, men think that when they get on the show, they should fuck up more. I never understood it. But the trajectory is I go on TV, I am worse in the world. I am off TV. I'm better. I don't know. But Ashley Darby's husband, he is consistently the most recognizable reptilian thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Reptilian. Yes. But he keeps fucking up. I'm like, do you think you don't have cameras? That's what I don't understand. And this is what they said in the Married to Medicine, like season five reunion. Mm-hmm. I'm going backwards yes love, love married to medicine y'all watch it's it's a game changer is there's like rumors circulating about people's husbands mm-hmm. the husband actually did cheat and admitted to it i'm not no spoilers because people need to watch mm-hmm. but simone of course gets like so upset and mm-hmm. she like shouts at all the men and she's like women are looking for you like you're out yes. there they want you so yes in your fucking pants because and they want this they do not want you for you they want no. you to expose they want to go on weed. the blogs they want to go on you know instagram live like they want the attention and that's why i'm like eddie what you know what eddie tamra's eddie we've never heard rumors hmm you're right but at the same time i also heard to tamra so you did? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no. Well, I've heard many rumors about Travis, which should surprise no one. But there's at photos. the same time, okay, yeah, there's photos. There's that. <laughs> that should really surprise, should surprise no one. But at the same time, I have heard rumors of Stephanie's full-on knowledge and burial of it all. Like, taking it burying it i mean there are some disgusting and by disgusting i mean very entertaining but so inappropriate but probably true um theories about brandy's child like there are plenty the 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 not the one she had the one prior to that fell out of the sky and was adopted which a grateful for any baby that gets adopted i want to adopt it makes sense can you imagine naming an adopted baby like being adopted and your name is bruin (laughs) i mean like bruin coffee like god what if i was with another family my name probably wouldn't be bruin and imagine like being in a house full of people with names that you're like so none of these could have worked you know we got like a brooklyn Brinkley, maybe Brian and Brandy, but like we could have given him a nice little Brandon. Boom, that's a very regular people name. You can write that. Brandon Redmond could be written on an application. It's no big deal. Doesn't sound pretentious or like a a company that creates coffee and or beer. She named her new baby Breland. 
Okay, I've heard of it before, so I'm not mad at it. Brandon, but when you have it, pretentiously naming her kids. But when you, Breland, okay, it's not my cup of tea, but I don't think it's the yeah. worst. No, yeah, no, yeah, it works. Because Brie for short, that's cute. Yeah, but like when you pair it with like Bruin, Brinkley, and Brooklyn. It's the, it's the, yeah, it's the tail end suffix of the end for me. Like she really needs it to kind of, like it can't just park. You know what I mean? It has to parallel park. It has to really make a statement as it's coming in. Now, see, we're talking about Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. I wish that this shit was happening on camera. What is going on that she does not know that she's pregnant? Are we... I don't want to ever judge a woman for like not knowing her body, but it seems also as if she's constantly dressing for a consistent weight gain. So I'm like, you're aware, but you're not intuitive. And also filming takes place over four weeks. So how are you more than a month late and you don't notice? Or were you like, can you, I just want to know what's happening. Address And, and it's not like she's never been pregnant before. Okay. Also that. So it's kind of like, I mean, we're looking at it. Right. Okay. So the thing is, I'm not, I'm not shaming her for not knowing I get it. People are like, oh, well, women don't always know. Yes. Understood. The thing is though, this would be her third baby. She would know some things. You also know the last time you let your man pump you and like shoot up the club. You need to recheck the club and make sure everything's good later. Uh, honestly yes you know it's he's like a one or he's oh, like yeah, an out too. No, he is, it's he's doggy. like a good and then she's like oh and he's like okay it's and then doggy all they're day. like wow it's and he's very happy and proud of himself and yeah um, that's oh. why she looks tired all the time and i'm like you know something is off if i am more than like two days late i'm like what's happening and i know nothing's going on and i'm still <laughs> like are we are we okay am i dying that's always my first go-to but if i was late and gaining weight like she's dressing for the role of gaining weight and yes i get it quarantine and stuff but then she's wearing like hot shorts in this one and like tiny little outfits in that one i'm like what is happening here? Like, yeah, what the fact you... that it's not even a conversation. Like, no. And why one wouldn't it be? She would have had a real storyline then. Yeah, it's because what's the storyline, Sam? Okay, because I have something I need to get off my chest. Please do. Okay, this is a safe. I have really enjoyed this season of Dallas until the last probably three episodes. Oh, okay, that's late. <laughs> I I've enjoyed it. Like it's okay. I really like Tiffany. Yeah, I like Deandra. They're doing. I like well, Mama D. But then, like, it just starts to get exhausting, and you're just like, okay, maybe I didn't really like it as much as I thought I mm-hmm. did before because the same thing mm-hmm. just keeps happening, and that thing that keeps happening is bullying and like racism yes like why are you the only story i'm being racist well and i don't like when housewives just throw the term bullying around right like Mm. i think it's annoying because it's like okay you're kind of on a show you kind of have to come like confront each other a lot but Mm -hmm. like what they're doing to tiffany makes me so deeply uncomfortable and angry 
because it reminds you like it's literally like watching the girl at the lunch table mm-hmm. try to sit with the other girls the, and the, the new kid the new kid and like they're so fucking mean to her in such a passive aggressive way that it's so high school and disgusting and I swear to god if if Tiffany and DeAndre do not show up to that reunion and like drag people mm-hmm. I will be furious yeah I think Tiffany probably her makeup for the reunion looked fantastic and I think that's because she had a great night's rest and knew that none of this is about her it's nothing well, to do with her you and you're not problematic yeah exactly I would I would venture to agree with you but her dress disappointed me no, they all just, all of them disappointed me. Everybody except for Cam. Uh, wh- why did Deandra go into her mama's closet and say, I'll just borrow this and go? She looks like she is like. I said, if it was on Mama D, it'd be a 10 out of 10. Right. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, Mama D, showing up, new colors, cleavage. Yes, decolletage. I love it. Yeah. But no, on Deandra, I was like, no, this isn't it for you, This girl. isn't it. Like, who told you wearing a blazer to a fucking reunion was a good idea? Right, girl, what are you and doing? Then the I've seen you wear better Carrie things for your fake promos. And Brandy and Carrie got COVID. And then Carrie decided to just take her happy ass. Like, Massless ass. On, to the tr- on the plane. She was on the plane. To say that, that she, Y'all, they filmed the reunion on Thursday. If you listen to my Patreon, I already... Uh, explain this but they filmed the reunion on a Thursday I think like April the 8th or something and then that night or on Friday she was on a plane she took a picture of herself on the plane without the mask on overall I don't care if no one's sitting within 10 feet of her it's a plane girl it's literally like a flying incubator that is the point there yeah. is no escape, even with the little filtration systems. It's a plane. It's a vacuum-sealed container. So there's that. Then she went to Stephanie's assistance bar and partied the same night with them with a very positive COVID test. So you couldn't do your job, but you can travel, be on a plane, be at a bar all voluntarily. And let me explain to you how this works. She's like, I experienced very mild symptoms, very grateful for my health, blah, blah, blah. Great, good for you. Happy you experienced mild symptoms. You know what that means? That you didn't get the worst of it, but your maskless behind is out there spreading, breathing, spraying. And someone else who is, I don't know, a flight attendant or is a bartender who doesn't have a lot of opportunities to not work because they're not on a housewife show. So they have to work. They contract your dirty, dusty ass disease and they get it. And they might have the worst of symptoms because they didn't get the opportunity to have whatever it is that you think that you got that keep your symptoms at bay. So now they don't have mild symptoms because guess what? Contracting a virus doesn't give a fuck about your immune system. It just moves on to the next. And if it's not happy here, it goes to the next. And I'd expect that of a virus that is literally 30 times more contagious than the flu. And as a bitch who gets the flu every time someone sneezes around her, fuck you, Carrie. That is my opinion. Oh my God. Like I could not even, when people were posting the pictures of it, I had to mute her hashtag 
because I could not look at it as someone who is immunocompromised. I can't imagine going to a grocery store and someone knowingly doesn't has it and doesn't look you know what I mean like are you crazy Mm -hmm. it's one thing when you're like I don't feel sick I'm not gonna wear a mask you knew it you knew they told you to your face they said it yeah I just want to know like how true it is like did she really have COVID because then how did Bravo let this happen I would not let her leave the hotel. I would have been like, you're actually going to be right here. I know, I don't think you're quarantined for Locking you in. I feel like she could get like arrested. Let me tell you something. I know somebody and I'm not going to call her out because she's been on the show before and I love her and I don't want her to get in any trouble. Although she's doing the, the Lord's work. She's actually been reporting people to the health department that she sees on her like Instagram. She's like, actually, I know this person has COVID or that they've been exposed to COVID. I I know these people very well. And they're in New York. Oh, Dallas too. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to submit. And she has been sending them to the health department and you're listening. You know who you are. I love you. I'm going to soon join the train on Carrie. Yeah, for sure. Her. Like she is my about to be my new name redacted. I cannot stand her. And what's worse is this season, she's insufferable. So it, it comes full, full circle. Full circle. Her daughters hate her. <laughs> you feel it? Let's talk Dallas this episode. Did you feel that when they were making the ribeye, like the carne asada? <laughs> they, they look at her like <laughs> they've never talked to her before. Yeah, I'm it's like very the way weird that they the connect their, their relationship. It is. It's like, and I feel that way when Carrie, whenever we would see her and her husband, I mean, it's been very minimal. I don't think he wants to be on the show. I've I been on the season at all. I don't think he's been on the season at he all. He was like in passing in like the kitchen, like early on. It was like super quick, but it's like they've never met each other. Like that's how they all act. And yeah. it's super fucking weird. And her daughters are even like, yeah, my mom's not good at comforting people and like being compassionate. I'm like, then why does your mom keep sitting you guys down? So what did you think about the divorce? From like a gajillion years ago, even though I'm now newly married. And I'm also like, to ask your children on camera about their like mental health issues, you know that she has never once asked off camera. Not to mention to ask them. I was mad where I hopped off was early on in the season when she was telling um, her oldest about how like she was skating around the fact that she blurted out that her middle daughter is suicidal at the winery. And she was like, oh, you know, she's been having a hard time. And I mentioned to the girls that, you know, there's been a lot of things going on in the house and then, you know, that she's just been struggling. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's call a spade a spade. You told these women on TV that your daughter is suicidal so that you could take the pressure off of yourself from being too hard on another woman. Yeah. Like you cannot use your child's like mental health struggles as a storyline. Like it's not a storyline. It's like, yeah, a real- we'll get to you, Melissa, in a second. Cause I'm about real sick of this. I'm really sick of people exploiting their children for these TV shows. I don't care. They don't have any agency or consent to be doing this. And I think that a lot of people feel this way, but personally, 
as an educator who listens to children talk about what embarrasses them and they don't even realize that they're traumatized because they're laughing it off like they're children and they're like oh <laughs> yeah it was really weird it's fine like they don't know how to process it emotionally because they're right. kids so we're yeah. just gonna go ahead and tack on a little bit more embarrassment add a little bit more trauma let's do it in front of two oh million God. people like I what are you doing it was horrible why and why is carrie's entire storyline her children to me this is the same thing i told lisa renna last season about beverly hills if your storyline is your children and you're just basically not even stirring the pot correctly i think you should go goodbye i will the local right. unemployment office I'm obsessed with you. I've told you this a million times, but seriously, like I could, I could listen to you just go off. Like I want to fuck up and have you cuss me out. No, no. Yeah. Sam. Like I kind of want to do something terrible and have you just be like, listen. And What's you just worse is my bar because is so, so low. Amazing. Just don't be don't an asshole to kids. <laughs> yeah. Don't be an asshole to kids and don't be racist, but you'd be surprised when people do not meet that bar every day. They really are out here like, mm, you get one or the other girl. <laughs> just like, okay. <laughs> Why not? So I just want to thought. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that Tiffany has someone like Deandra because I think Deandra is like a bulldog and she will fucking come mm-hmm. for anyone that comes for Tiffany. So I, I'm kind of excited to see that like at the reunion. Yes. And, and I also have like a strange um, issue with Stephanie. Okay. Um, I'm so fucking tired of her. Oh, wow. She's like, everyone's angel. I, Do tell. Okay, yeah. I've never, like, I always just thought she was really beautiful. She and she that. seemed nice. She does, but. But. There's a but. Can be deceiving. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, there's a but. It, like, she literally, whenever she's on screen this season, it's literally like she evaporates. Yes. Like she doesn't say anything. She doesn't do anything. I think Mm -hmm. she's so obsessed with being liked that she just like, she doesn't want to say anything. But in fact, by not doing anything, first of all, you're not securing your job. Yes, exactly. Second of all, second of all, you're like aiding and abetting racism. Yeah, and like bullying and mean girl behavior. It's fucking weird. And also I think it's weird that you have to like, Tell your husband, can I have a job? Can I in your company that you don't pay me to do? And then for him to be like, oh, Stephanie, like you really did a good job. Like, yeah, she's not a fucking idiot. Like, she had a whole life before you. And she basically just got you another tax write off. You're welcome. Be quiet. Like, it's so fucking irritating watching these women like be like, I hope my husband thinks I did a good job. Uh, fuck your husband he's annoying he has a shrimp dick and he looks like porky the fucking pig i don't want to hear it like he looks like he eats like bites into mozzarella sticks like those like cheese sticks like he doesn't peel them he bites into them you know what i'm saying no i don't like those now he's biting string cheese he's not even trying to make oh yeah he's biting string cheese i'm furious like i just hate it and i think i'm really triggered because i work with someone who is like a very independent person. And then she recently got married and I said, oh, are you getting the vaccine? And she says, my husband won't let me. What does that mean? I said- For any question. 
pardon me? Is it, like, does you need a permission slip? Yeah, I was like, what do you mean he won't let you? And she was like, yeah, he just doesn't feel comfortable with the vaccine, so he won't let me. I was like, bitch, this is your health. And, and his your health, life. actually. And it's your body. And like, what do you when? mean won't let, won't let He's a fucking hillbilly, okay? Does it want me to? Won't let me. Like, these are the options. And I feel like the former doesn't want me to. Sounds like I have agency and I'm in a partnership where we talk about things. Won't let me. Sounds like I have been sold and I am now a member of this organization or I am owned by this individual. It's Handmaid's Tale. And that is not, won't let me. I'd like to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, you don't need to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich today. Sorry, I can't come to eat a peanut butter and jelly jelly sandwich with you because my husband won't let me. Won't let you. I can't go outside today because he won't let Won't let you? What does that even mean? And Is it your daddy? Did you marry your daddy? The fact that like you're letting someone who took a selfie in front of a McDonald's with the golden arches in the back and stuff that has his profile picture on Facebook tell you what the fuck to do. Like, I'm disgusted. <laughs> when she I showed mean, me a picture of him honestly, when they first met, I was like... Not right. I'm like, I'm craving a McChicken. Like... <laughs> Is that what it was, girl? Did you fall in love with him? Because you were like, ooh, nothing. Oh, he, he lets me order me. off the regular menu, not the dollar menu. Oh my God, not like, the 20. Get the fuck out. So yeah, so I just like, I'm very, I find her to be very triggering. Uh, you and I also, when we were on Sarah Galley's podcast, Andy's mm-hmm. Girls, I did discuss <laughs> how I find Tinsley to be one of the most triggering housewives for me personally. I understand. So it's like seeing Stephanie kind of have that same like hand wringer, like I just want him to be proud of me, like bullshit attitude. Like I literally want to shake her because I'm like, you're beautiful. You're a good mom. You're, you seem to be kind of like with it. It's gotta be the Dallas. It's the shittiest people. These, these rich men of the housewife franchise, but especially on Dallas, like what gets me is the amount of people that even stay in court as if him buying and selling really? houses up really? under, his, yeah, they like them. They like, Who does? Oh, it seems like, oh, there are plenty. People? Listen, yes. Who were like, he's a nice guy. He really wants her to be happy. He bought her her dream home at first he of all. He looks like a garden gnome. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs> but if we are married, what you're not going to do is buy and sell the roof over my head without me knowing. No, like it I made me so it. mad when Cam was like, I'm asking you a straightforward question that I already know the answer to, which first of all, if your wife ever asks you a question, don't lie. She already knows the answer. She doesn't ask questions. She doesn't know the answer to who comes to a fight unprepared. So mm-hmm. she's like, how's everything going with the house? He goes, you know, there are some prospective buyers and a few offers. She goes, really? So then why does it say on Redfin that we're in escrow? Hmm. I love that. Why does it honest. say we accepted an offer? I would love to know more things about the big decisions. And he's like, yeah, I'll try. What? Hold on. Try. She was was genuinely really mad. Yes, because you sold my house. Yeah, I don't think (laughs) we've ever seen Cam 
get like actually upset and I think when they were on the way to the house she was like get me the fuck out of this car as in the most camp right also why would you do that to me why would you traumatize me by making me go somewhere and you know the answer and I don't like why would you do that just to torture me be like I bought it first of all what we're not going to do is make eight million dollar purchases and not tell (laughs) you No, I don't care how much money we have. But she also doesn't pay bills. Like she's never seen a bill, she said. I understand, but she did definitely just ask this man four episodes ago, please include me on big decisions. I'd say buying a $10 million home is a big ass decision. Oh, fuck yeah. Of any home, buy any house. And please let me know. (laughs) Buying anything to me, like over $500, like, please let me know. Yes. Let me tell you something. I'm going to have to really reel myself in because my fiance is very good at saving money. She loves it. Oh my God, are you a spender? Oh yeah, I like it. she's not. But it's always for a good purpose, which is why we make great decisions together because I will try to save money in certain places and she'll be like, I didn't really like that this time. Or I didn't really love that soap. Can we go back to the other one? And I'm like, so the other one was like $4 more. We're cool with that. And she's like, yep, we're just going to have to spend it. I'm like, I'm glad we agree. Like, I'm not even trying to manipulate. I'm just like- um it's she understands it's usually it's to make the life like her life better and mm-hmm. more enjoyable because I'm a tourist I like luxury things also my birthday is um by the time this comes out it'll be tomorrow it's Saturday the 24th there's a lovely little link if you love to send me something you know just if you love me uh just soliciting money you know what? No that's how we get along though it's yeah tourists. and if you don't want to send me money and you want me to work for it the patreon link is there as well and I'm happy to um <laughs> Capitalism. got it like we'll work for wine we'll work for wine thank you like you know I, I help a teacher out I think I told someone I was like I just want to go to a bar a, um, a, like a bar or a bartender and be like hello I'd like a glass of whatever is one step above barefoot we're elevating <laughs> I love it secretly I love barefoot I'll fuck with it I mean, me too. But like, I posted it once and people were like, girl, I'm like, I'm in school and I'm a teacher. How much do you think your teacher gets paid? Like, what do you think? It gives me the same fucking buzz. Hello, I just want to get the job done. But as someone who's been in the house for a very, very, very long time, I would really like a nice Chardonnay. Like a nice one. Someone like took from a barrel and gave to me. And I'm very excited to make that happen. And honestly, I haven't even looked at the prices of the winery that I'm going to. I'm just showing up. So, King Love Winery. Me, I've never been. I'm very excited to go. Never been. Thank God, you're gonna have the best first time. time. So, if anyone's like to contribute to that, this is <laughs> donations. You can write it off. Make me a charity. I'll do it. Like whatever, whatever you need. You mm-hmm. want to ten ninety? I don't know. Whatever you need, I will make it happen for you. I will make mixing with Monty some kind of an organization. I will make sure that it is legit. It's like Ronald McDonald's house. I mean, listen, I will give away. So first of all, all of this is for free anyway. People enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this not charity? I don't know. I will um, give it to someone and you can give it to me. Yay. I love this for you. Thank you. Very, very excited. But yes. As and I was wondering what sign you were. Like oh, when yeah. you were going off, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, fuck, like, and then when you said yeah. you're a tourist, I was like, I see that for you. It's a very, it's very Taurus energy. We are only ever aggressive when we're woken up. So, so few things 
actually bother us because we're lazy. So when you do get us going, though, it's impossible for us to stop, which is why I have a podcast, because the rants are ongoing. And it's I candy. Yes, it's me and a point and I have to drive it home. And what's worse is like we're rarely wrong because we only enter fights. We know we will win. So the track record always backs us up. So if you get into it with us, like you will get the horns. That's why Candy is like one of my favorites because she's lazy. And like people will go all season. I've heard people say, I think we need to maybe shake it up. And I think maybe Candy needs to go. And then two episodes ago, they're like, actually, Candy's kind of lit. And maybe she should stay. She's opening a business during a, a pandemic. What? And then this past Candy episode, she's screaming at Drew. Like, what difference does it make to you? And you're like, actually, I think Candy is the show. We should actually give her a raise. Oh, she makes the most on the whole franchise? Oh, yeah, got it. I fuck with Candy. I have always loved Candy. I think she's a great, a great Me too. Like, cast member. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love that she actually, like when she runs a business or starts a business, it actually works out. Yeah. Because <laughs> Cynthia Bailey has started like seven businesses and yeah, none of them, like, we never mm-hmm. see them again. And that's I mean, we did see her champagnes being, they like, what did, they soaked the labels. Why is Sam looking at me like that doesn't count? I'm sorry, go ahead. We'll never see it again. Okay. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, she does all this shit and like, where can I buy it? Is it, I feel like Bethany, where is it? Where is it? Because it's just fucking annoying. Like, I don't want to see these bullshit storylines of like cargo and my glasses and my backpacks and my winery and everything's got to be like Bailey or chill or like she is a marketing queen she should just start a marketing agency and work for someone else because she knows how to market things she does not know how to bring it to market and make it sustainable so maybe if someone ever needed like a brand redesign she could be consulting she could do some consulting work and maybe if it's not herself it could actually go off off the ground because I've said before, Cynthia is permanent beta energy. She is a beta. I'm sorry. It's just the truth because the one so I get it. Thank you. The one moment we give her the opportunity to be the alpha and be the finale of the show, they put her in the middle and she plans a pandemic wedding. Super spreader. This is why we can't have nice things, uh, uh, Cynthia. We cannot all have nice things. Do you think this is her last season? I, I've heard rumblings that there is a big shakeup happening. What I know is that the smart thing to do would probably be to get rid of either Candy or Kenya because they are, or Portia, because they make the most amount of money. And I don't want that to happen, but they make so much money that cost effectively, they're probably going to be the three under the biggest review. And I think Kenya felt that the entire season because she faked a whole like lesbian crush on LaToya this entire time. And then made herself mad because LaToya kissed one girl before her because she wanted to make it some big grand deal that she was like, maybe we'll kiss, maybe we won't. And Portia's like, come here. And she's like, why would you kiss her before me? We have because a it's thing Portia. going. Portia's fine as hell. What are you talking about? No, like, I'm Kenya's not Kenya's gorgeous. That. I know, of course, but I'm just but saying. But Portia's like, fine as hell. And she's like, easy to connect. No, yes, it's like, I out understand. of all the people to kiss, like, you're going to kiss my fucking arch enemy. Like, I'd be upset too. Okay, but her whole life. The girl life- I brought into my friend group made out with a girl I fucking hate and not me. 
But she's like, Are we had kidding? a thing going. Well, yeah, but you took too long to leap, Kenya. Girl. Jump. This is a bachelorette party. Everyone's in lingerie. There are literally vibrators and women swinging from wall to wall. And there's a man in the room who keeps taking things off and showing y'all his peen. Can you please be a part of the game? You are rolling on the floor. If there was ever an opportunity, it's this one. I'm like, like I could literally, like, I could just sit here and just be like, no, like, I love it. I'm just so confused as to how we got you know so much I energy. What? Two things. Okay. First of all, very happy people are starting to hate Drew as much as I have this entire fucking time. Okay. Yes. I understand that. You I like, have, thank you. Literally. You hated her this entire time she's like a younger sassier kim fields like i just find her really be, like i'm just like bored everything is so just like like drew would drew would definitely host like a no makeup brunch a beatless brunch i mean yeah she don't have any beat exactly she has no beat to provide so poor i think okay yes actually sure. let's 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 talk about Atlanta and this, this $1,000 white elephant party and why I you think Drew was poor. lose my fucking mind. Also, if, it was like stupid. It was like dumb. Yeah. If I pulled out of it, I love, but see, this is why I fuck with Kenya because she has no time for that. She literally was like. Yeah. And was like, it. I don't want that. She like, definitely did put it right this. back. She put mm-hmm. it right back and said, yeah, she was like, I don't want that. I'm not even giving this my energy because it's so fucking contrived. It's so stupid. Like we all came here with a thousand dollar gift and you're going to show up with a dusty wig. Yes. Okay. I, I really want to get into Atlanta now. So to wrap up Dallas, they had an 80s <laughs> night. They were in Dallas. I don't, it was I thought the thing was cool. That was about it. Everybody else I was annoyed with. I wrote down exactly three things about Dallas and none of which are even worthy of repeating. Um, and next week is the finale or something? I think so. And like the husbands come great. Good for them. I don't understand where I want to know the... Like, I don't well, see yeah, I don't really care. I don't connect with these husbands like that. I did, to close out Dallas, because we talked about this before we started recording... Why is this show not working? Because to me, I'm thinking if this is the best we could have casted, do we just throw the whole city away then? Because if this is the only people who will answer the call, who have money and who will get involved with each other in this way, what do we do? So I don't think we throw it away. Okay. I don't think we throw it away. I think we cast around Deandra and Tiffany, but I also think a problem and I think Beverly Hills had this problem. I'm looking forward to like this new season is like, I almost think these women are too rich. Really? And I kind of like, when I think of Cam, because I'm like, okay. Cam has so much fucking money. She's never going to give her real opinion on anything. She's going to like, you know, just give us fun confessionals and like do whatever. Yeah, she's funny. And then like with Stephanie, fucking loaded like they have I don't think people realize how wealthy they really are like oh yeah Travis I has like for pet projects he produces like actual blockbuster movies like yeah, they go to like, theaters yeah and <laughs> for fun like NFL locker rooms you know college locker rooms like 
that's like millions and millions of dollars. Like, yeah. It's fucking loaded. So yeah. I just think like these people almost have too much to lose if they were to act a certain way. And I also think Dallas society is different. Like, I think it's very Southern. I think it's very like, don't expose your business. You don't talk about my business. It's almost like, like they're old school in the way New Jersey is old school, but New Jersey is like way more fun. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? No, you are making sense. I've never thought about whether or not they have too much money because they don't yeah, have they don't to be Leanne and have like Renaissance center furniture. They don't have I anything want... to lose at this point. Like they need the check and we need people who need the check. Right. Like I want them to work. Like Deanne's yeah. got to work for that check. Yes. Like, and that's what she does. She is showing up and mm-hmm. showing out because she's, she's like honey I really would like some financial independence and stop asking my mommy for an allowance at 50 something years old oh my god that is won't let me that's it that's what it is right there that's she the won't let me oh no I know. <laughs> and my husband is on allowance too oh no oh honey he's like oh my god he's like I gotta keep fucking her because I gotta eat that is why he seems is that why he seems so into her and romantic i was just hoping that maybe they had a lot of no man that's probably why i know and i really like their scenes together i do think there is love there but it feels so like oh you're the sexiest girl in the world like type of vibe and i'm just like what gets me is that her little social media promos are like more thought out and sexy than her reunion outfit and that makes me upset where is the disconnect? Whose team? Like, I'm not here to shame women. So instead, I'm shaming the team. I'd like to file formal complaints with her team. You take those pictures. Yes. I want her team under review. I want Candy's team for the reunion under review. I want Whitney's current glam team who cut her those damn bangs under review. Everybody is getting pink slips. I will do the HR reviews for this year because- y'all have gotten scammed scammed bamboo scammed yeah mm -hmm, absolutely hoodwinked um yeah thanks dallas for nothing moving on to atlanta i would love to do that that's where the another nothing burger really yeah Uh, this finale was you know why because it was supposed to be cynthia's damn wedding and so the production was like we can't come girl and i think that was the same had i mean oc had a lot of issues but i've heard like from multiple people like production had to stop filming for like weeks at a time yeah it's like it's hard to get a continuous edit or season so that's why Mm -hmm. it feels so like what the fuck so i think like they're doing their best in a pandemic i'm not going to constantly shit on bravo but well, i'm not shitting on bravo i'm shitting on cynthia you you would not let this go because you knew you were going to be the finale and now you weren't the finale you had a super spreader spent a lot of money and the actual edit that should have been aired like the actual bravo filming didn't happen you had to come out of pocket to do it had you moved it to the tent in the backyard like kenya told you on your own venue lake bailey on the chill on the hill she has a wooden sign that's a that's a decoration people pay for for their weddings she has a full-blown wooden sign at her house as if she is a venue spot have it in the backyard make it cut the whole list in half and then like in another third and then boom it's a wedding you probably would have had the finale and then you would have been the first beta in history to have a finale you're welcome. You would have been able to be like, hey, look, I don't need Nini. And now it looks like you do. 
because yeah. by yourself, you're like, this ain't it. Yeah. And how it looks like you're not coming back. Yeah, probably not. Cause they're not going to pass up Kenya. She's gives us too much. They're not yeah. going to pass up candy. She lets it all hang out and has a 50,000 businesses. I mean, we started the episode with her getting a day. She gets a day in her County because she keeps bringing jobs and opening businesses. And listen, me and Raven, mainly Bravo, went extensively through the Blaze menu last episode. The reviews are not great, as most Candy's restaurants are. The reviews are not great. Still staying candy and making businesses and jobs for people. Mm -hmm. However, I was very worried about product cost and how it was possible to be sustainable with the amount of crab legs I saw on plates at that tasting. I said, you would need to charge 50 to $60 for that one thing of pasta. Who's paying $60 for pasta? But it looks like I was right and it's not sustainable. There are some pictures of like steak and eggs that very much so look like they are cutting the steaks in half. Like- and giving two servings per plate, like it's, different people. I blame Todd for that. I don't. Oh yeah, a thousand percent that. because he's That's spreading himself issue. so thin. That's a Don Juan issue. Oh wow, not Don Juan. Yeah. Back when we had Carmen, these things didn't happen. I'm just saying. No, Carmen mm-hmm. would never. Carmen's out there getting Carmen her Vicky would never on. Never let her walk out in the reunion like that. No, Carmen would not. And Carmen is out there selling insurance instead, like being Vicky Gumbleson and getting her insurance salesman on. She's working. Yeah, she did wing. She got off that plane, that train quick. She jumped off and said, I don't know. Mama Joyce almost bought her in the wedding dress shop. She was like, I gotta get a new job. Oh yeah, understood. This is way too much. Portia is out there being a politician. She's amazing. She's fundraising and doing stuff. And that's why people are like, Portia seems really checked out this season. I was like, I don't think she's checked out of anything other than drama because she's out there fighting for life. Like she's doing other things. Yeah. She's trying to make sure her, her child is fine. She's co-parenting and she's fighting for social justice. Must we not forget? She was literally arrested at the beginning of this season. So if she's not really about to engage with Kenya on whether or not she got her back blown out, please excuse her. She's busy. <laughs> She's trying to make sure that we don't get arrested for no reason or shot for no reason. And I'm grateful. She'll be back. Don't worry. I have faith in I think back. she'll get, if she leaves the housewives, she'll get her own show. I don't think oh, she yeah. leaves to just not and do And not anything. chat room. We're talking like No, like real- I think she would get like a real show like that follows maybe her and Lauren and her mom. Who I'm obsessed. I love, I call her queen. With her mom. With, you call her what? Queen Diane. She's a queen. Queen Diane. Diane. She's like the most beautiful woman. Yeah, I've ever seen. It's insane. I mean, we get see where the children get their looks from because her daughters are stunning, and Portia and her sister are both stunning for like two very different reasons. Like different vibes, crazy, very different vibes. Portia is like an unattainable beauty. Like, oh my god, I can't even look at it too hard because if I look at it, it's gonna probably blind me. Whereas Lauren is like, she's so pretty, I want to know her. I'm like, can I please sit down? She's like a get to knowable beauty. Can I be your best friend? I want somehow. I feel like I want to be best friends with you. Like you are my new alpha like i want to am i there like yeah and then her mom just looks like a goddess are you real when she (laughs) walks around in her like athleisure like with her boobs out you are so stunning i'm like can you not i'm never i want to look like that now you're talking about at 50 something oh my god i could never i wouldn't want to look like that today and i i'm on like i can't so thank you queen diane for everything you do you gave us some beautiful children and portia is fantastic so we appreciate you 
giving gifts to the world and being beautiful. Love that for her. Cynthia is buying a new house with her husband. They're going to stay in Atlanta. Awesome. Anywho, (laughs) Josiah, that is where the bulk of this episode is centered around Josiah and this white elephant party. I said before, I didn't mind Drew having this conversation about Josiah on camera because I knew what she was trying to do. She was trying to follow in Candy's footsteps and be like, if ever my ex-husband or the, the father of my child comes through the woodwork and is like, this woman won't let me see them, blah, blah, blah. Y'all think you know her, whatever. She's going to be like, I, I, I presented the case to the child. The child wasn't interested. We all right. saw. And I get that. Also, it was a redeemable moment because we saw Ralph as a terrible husband. But in that moment where she was asking her son, do you want to do this? Ralph was almost like kind of pushing Drew to stop, like to let it go because mm-hmm. he's like, whatever you want to do, buddy, I'm here for you. Do not worry. And I said, oh, that's why she married him. It's because he's nice to the child. That makes sense to me. I've seen plenty of parents make decisions solely for their children's benefit and no one else's because they are very sacrificial people. Yeah. And we saw that even more when this episode, when she's having her son meet up with his dad on camera, we'll find out if we feel like that was a good idea or not in a second. He's late. I don't fault him for being late because I do feel like this is probably nerve wracking for the dad. Like, holy shit, holy shit. If I really take this drive, I'm going to be in front of my son who I haven't seen. I've abandoned. Who's probably not going to talk to me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. And another man. Yes. Like, like it's just a lot. It's a lot. And, and I have a very strange relationship with my father that I'm low key working on. But when my parents were not together, it was like this. It was a lot of waiting by the window is he going to come not calling, not keeping up with the phone consistency, things like that, which I understand is frustrating on a parent. And I now understand it's even hard on the other parent. Cause I'm looking at Drew and she's like, you, as soon as Josiah and her husband leave the table, she's like, so what are you doing? Like, are you committing to this or what? And I appreciated the third degree, but I also really appreciated Ralph. And I'll never say these words again, <laughs> like standing up and dapping up him as soon as he walked in the door so that even Josiah sees like we are a united front we are mm-hmm. here for you there is no discord you're not losing one dad if you connect with this one we're not put- nothing's changing in your life right you are going to be fine and have stability no matter what we're right. all a team I, I appreciated that and I thought that dad was like really cool he was not pushing he wasn't doing too much that made me feel good because I was like you have one time to push this boy and I'm writing a letter I'm going myself to your house and we're having a conversation like I want this boy to be happy so bad I was bawling for him I was so I was about to fast forward because I was like I can't watch this little kid have any bad thing happen to him like be uncomfortable or he's like be so heartbroken cute. he's so sweet and he was so sassy so but in a good way he was trying to protect himself he's like I don't really care like he doesn't know what to do and that's a very scary place for him to be in and I appreciate even Ralph being like let's go get a treat he's even if it was producer led the timing was perfect because the boy is shutting down and he's like we're gonna actually remove you and you and I are gonna go get a treat because I'm still here like hello we're still a family you and me and that gave Drew opportunity to kind of talk to him see where his head's at but like I just want to make sure that it was okay and safe and fun for the little boy. And he's eating all the desserts he wants in the middle of the damn afternoon, which is like never a thing. And that's what Ralph promised him. He said, whatever it is, it's going to be fun. Okay. And now to see the pictures of like Ralph 
in and uh, the little boy and his dad. I know it was like oh my heart. It made me have like a soft spot for Ralph for like as a parent, a only, not as a husband. Terrible husband, good dad. Terrible, terrible husband, husband, good husband. dad. Um, but Drew's also kind of terrible. <laughs> she um, has a lot of internalized misogyny that I think she needs to seek help. She, um, I, I don't, I, this is what I'm struggling with is the beginning of the season. I felt she was being very open and very mm-hmm. transparent Yes, with her relationship. Um, I actually liked her more in the beginning Same and then all of a I. sudden, something happened I feel like I missed something where she's now yelling at people being like I have a perfect relationship my husband I respect him too much to do that the bullshit 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 I'm just like wait a minute right didn't we meet you yeah I'm like upset and rightfully so that your man left you in the middle of the day for no reason yeah I'm like I don't think this is perfect I don't know why you're saying that no so that weirded me out to her because I was like what change like did she realize like oh shit my marriage is gonna look terrible on camera and I have to like fix that image like Mm -hmm. you know I mean I don't know it just like was very weird this is going to be so cynical and I hate myself for it but again the Taurus and me can't not think about things through a cynical realistic angle is there a chance the Tampa story was fabricated because everyone knows your first season as a housewife, your options are your kids and your husband. That's it. And I said earlier in my podcast earlier in the season, it made sense to start with him at the bottom because there's nowhere else to go but up versus when you do have like a Greg or an Eddie or something like that. And you start on top, there's nowhere else to go but down. And I'm like, maybe she knew that, but also maybe he did too. Like, why is he just really that demonic that he would just not ever tell his wife until on camera where he was? To me, if you leave me for any amount of time and don't tell me, you better believe we're not having a conversation for the first time about it on camera. And the first time I get a real answer from you, it's also not going to be on camera. Why does she not know that he was in Tampa until their anniversary dinner? Why? Because he was like, you need to know? Okay, Tampa. I'm like, you really didn't know until this very second that he was in Tampa? Didn't you track him? What's happening? My head is spinning. Or is it Melissa and Joe where someone gave me this nugget of there's a great chance that they reenact fights that they have on camera. So they're real fights from before and they reenact them on the camera so that they have that storyline. What? That's why this whole her and Joe, like you need to make more time for me, blah, blah, blah. It feels real because misogyny, but it's like, way too charged and it's like hit or miss and it's only when they're filming because it's conversations that they have sporadically and periodically but then on camera of course it happens to be every single scene okay y'all Samantha your mind 
I know. I don't know what. This is why Same. I had to start a thing because I'd be in the bed thinking about this. And I look at my fiance and so guess what? I feel like Melissa. And she's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, she's like, okay, so I'm going to roll over. I'm like, she's no, like, no, oh, no, so you're back. talking about people you don't know and have never yeah. met? Okay. I'm like, did you? Okay. So did you? And she'll watch them with me. So I'm like, did you think that that was fake? And she's like, what? No. Like, she That's was literally me. these things. <laughs> I'm literally over here like, wait, what? So I'm just wondering. I mean, if anything, I really do believe Ralph is probably a piece of shit and went to Tampa. I'm just saying, what if that is actually a very old fight? Okay, no, I see that. And something that they low-key already kind of worked through, which is why she ate. Now it's like coming to me. She was shocked when he brought it up at their anniversary dinner. She was like, oh, we're talking about this? Okay, let's do it. That's what she said. And then she's like, where were you? What difference does it make to you? I'm like, what? do you not know where you were? Do you not know where he was? Like, did, did he not use, did he only use cash? Does the car not have a low jack? Does, did he turn I... his phone into the beach? Like, what are you talking about? Did, I would have looked at the Wells Fargo statement and it would have, the bank calls you. It's like, hey, you didn't let us know you were traveling. So we kind of declined a couple things. Are you good? Did someone take your stuff? Are you in California? And you're like, oh my God, so sorry. Went to the outlets, forgot to let you know. I am, yes, I am in California. Like they tell you. I don't understand. Like my head is like, it hurts. I'm sorry. You want a Tylenol? Should I keep going? No, I'm obsessed, (laughs) obviously. I'm literally hanging on your every single word, just like like drooling on the keyboard. Yeah, I'm just like, what if? It no, already I already on board. And that's why they were able to move past it so easily on uh, during the season. Because if you left me at the beginning of filming, because he also said it to Michael the very first moment he met him. He said, Yeah, I actually had to take a couple days. Like I went to Tampa by myself. Like I left. And Mike's like, oh shit, wait a minute. Like Mike was shook. Mike was like, like, I definitely haven't done that. Cynthia would kill cameras. Like like, yeah, he's like, poof, don't I give think me that Mike idea. Is a great guy. I think Mike is like one of the really good ones. Like, truthfully. he's okay. I give him an 83%. I didn't love last year when he let Autumn Women and himself talk shit about his daughter's mother in front of her. Was Why was she even there in front of all these grownups? But then she runs upstairs and is crying and Mike goes up there and Cynthia is visibly like, I don't think I should go in there. I have the cameras because I know they're going to follow me. He goes, oh, it's fine. You can bring them in. And I'm like, no, no, no. Again, can we not? Man. Can we not exploit? Thank you. But also Cynthia doesn't need to go in there. You fucked up. She did it. I know. Men don't talk so about your, your, your child's mom in front of her and how you yeah, cheated on, like, her. I mean, cheated on her. That's bad. Yeah, that wasn't great. Okay. Fine. The bar is low. It's always just don't the be an asshole to kids. <laughs> it's okay. in Hades. I keep saying that it's in hell. It's down That's, there. Why do you think Austin pulls really hot girls? You really hate Austin, and I'm living for it. Hate. Can, can you give me one one minute, sixty seconds on I, why you hate this man? I hate the men of Southern Charm. Okay. Because I also find them to be very triggering. I think they are like bottom of the barrel like basement standard dudes who are like conventionally good looking and Mm -hmm. they've never had to try hard Mm -hmm. but they also are the kind of people that would like argue with you saying that they really they've been through so much adversity and they've you know they had to do this it's like Craig sweetie 
mm-hmm. you lied to America and your friends and your family saying that you were a lawyer and you're not. I mean, he is now in his commercial. Well, now he is after- But only like 8,000 years later. <laughs> He's been fucking peddling the pillows and beer podcast. And then with Austin, I find it annoying because he's so fucking like, um, he's so fragile. Yes. Madison. That throws, Madison. That that throws was, daggers. That was also so the like, fakest fight I've ever seen in my whole so life. So he, what pisses me off about him is like, he'll look at her because she doesn't want to be with him. He's like, he demeans her profession. He puts her down in what she does. And I'm just like, who the fuck are you? You do what nothing. Do you do. We should be demeaning your profession. Like Madison is a successful You can't make a beer lover. work in the South. Right. Like you- We need to contemplate that. Madison has like a successful business. She's a single mother. She really doesn't have time. He also has a skill. And a license to do that skill. Like she's a cosmetologist, a licensed one. And it got her on TV because she's been doing Patricia's hair. Like she's a good job. I've seen some of her tutorials and we don't have the same hair. So none of them apply to me, but I'm very fascinated. I watched like the whole 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, the way she does hair is like stunning. Yeah. But I get pissed. So this is what I heard about Austin in real life is he's six, five. Whoa wow holy shit so the height definitely gets him places but I also heard that he's like kind of charming I just don't Mm -hmm. like the way he treats women when they don't do exactly what he wants them to do and I think Craig is the exact same way Mm -hmm. like with Craig with Naomi like that whole thing I found to be really really fucking annoying and everyone was like oh my god he's so in love with her still I'm like no he's a fucking creep no, she's funny as hell, and she moved on to a doctor. So I'm, I listen. Hot doctor. Let me tell you something. As someone who is engaged to someone who is about to finish chiropractic school, I just like let me tell you about getting somebody with a skill. Yeah, I literally was late today because she had to give me an adjustment. Yeah, and now I don't have a headache. So. <laughs> I'm going to send my x-rays so she can like study them. Yeah, absolutely. She loves looking at x-rays. I mean, that's the fun part. It's like she well, actually cares about I'm fucked things. up. And I, listen, if you want to come, you can come I down. I scoliosis. <laughs> like she's like, oh yeah, what you need to do? Because I'm always like, this hurts and I dying. And she, because they have to take so many classes because they're going to be glorified referrers of anything. People come to them to the chiropractor more than they go to their actual physician. So they mm-hmm. have to be able to know this isn't gonna, you're okay. This is yeah. not that. This is, yes, this is not a lump. You're okay. Right. You should get this checked out. You should actually go see this doctor. Like these type of things, they have to know that stuff. So they take yeah. so many diagnostic classes. So I'm always like, this hurts. I think I'm dying. I broke it. She's like, no, okay. She like touches things. She feels around, make sure it's all good. And then she fixes it. And then she's like, okay, now go get some rest. Three days later, I'm like, was I hurt? Or was that in my mind? And she's like, <laughs> I'm glad you please don't do it again. Okay. And I never listen. That's why I'm just gonna like, no. instead. Yeah. You, so do, you it do it again. Actually, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing and like heels. She hates them. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm cute. So yeah, you got it, girl. Three times a week. See you then. <laughs> yeah, that I mean it's in your home. I'm assuming, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So let me tell you something about Naomi. When I was like, girl, that's a good idea. 
Because if I had the option between my current fiance and someone who makes pillows, I would be like, I like pillows, but I also could go to Home Goods with her salary. You see what I'm saying? Listen, yeah. Naomi can just take, if she gets married to the man, she could take his doctor's salary and her money making from her own business. And they have a cute little power couple. They can go to Home Goods and get other pillows. Yeah. There you go. And I mean, I don't like that he's still talking about her nose job. Yeah, can we just not like, be obsessed with still talking about it? That's it's not okay. Really she kind of dodged the bullet. I used to laugh. I mean, I thought it was rude as hell. She was kind of mean, but she was like, "You sit at home and you sew," and I was like, "Oh, that's so mean." And he was like, "What's wrong with my sewing?" And I was like, "You're such a man. That is all you got from the whole conversation, isn't it?" Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. She just wants you to do something, like be ambitious. Yeah, so like something for good. Living room. Like you like, tried to make Cam a, a pillow for her baby or something, and it just was bad. It was not good. Yeah, I just think the the bar is so low that people will just accept any. It's anything. in Hades, exactly. So great. I'm glad to know I'm not missing anything on Southern Charm. I thought I was the weird one because I don't give a fuck. It used glad to be really good me. because the drama was so real because like people were getting pregnant and there was like cheating. Yes, and, exactly. And then so. It, now we've come to the, the the point of the entire episode where we get to go to the uh, the elephant party. Before that, Kenya does have therapy. I like to not talk too much about Kenya going to therapy or anyone going to therapy because I'm just glad they're fucking going. And if anybody mm-hmm. needs it, I would hi- I think Kenya is strong on my list of people who could benefit from therapy. So very glad she's going. Speaking of which, this comes out on Friday um, and the 23rd. And tonight, if you're listening tonight, uh, Oh No Bravo and Bravo, well, no, the Bravo breakdown. Um, Sasha from the Bravo Breakdown and Chelsea from Ono Bravo are hosting a live Instagram live fundraiser for the Loveland Foundation, but you, their entire campaign is lasting 30 days. They have about three days, two days in and have already met like five goals or something like they've exceeded everything already, but we want to see how far it can go. The Loveland Foundation provides therapy and mental health resources to black women and black girls, young girls of color. And this is in honor of the late Micaiah, who just uh, was killed by police the other day, who was 16 years old and it was in a situation of feeling like she was going to be in danger and she was um, going to be jumped. And she called the police because teenagers make very bad decisions like jumping each other. It happens a lot. There's a lot of teenage hormonal angst that happens. She did have a knife, but she was trying to protect herself. And in no way does she probably know how to use it. It's from her kitchen. So highly doubt she was some skilled assassin. She's 16. She literally would have grabbed the first thing she saw to take on like a a bunch of girls and thought to herself, if I have this, they won't charge me. But Kyle Rittenhouse can walk down the street with a fucking, you know. Right. So many men have been, up until recently, like Atlanta, hello, they are arrested with the AR-15 still strapped to their person. But somehow a 16-year-old girl was so scary to padded, trained, adult male police officers that they needed to shoot her four times. Nothing else, no other de-escalation technique or tactic had, had they ever learned or thought to deploy other than bullets. So we are, in, in honor of her, they are, um, Ono Bravo and um, the Bravo Breakdown are getting together to help 
put on this fundraiser for the Loveland Foundation because just what could happen if we had more intervention in young girls and Black women who deal with a lot of hormones, emotions, sadness, trauma. This was a very hard week for me to even get through. I really honestly didn't know if I was going to be able to get through this week. And it's very traumatic to be told you got to keep going when you're literally staring your own mortality in the face because this girl looked exactly like me in high school. My mom called me like, I can't even look at the news. She looked like what you used to look like. And regardless, she's a child. So we would like to promote that. Go to Loveland Foundation. Go to Ono Bravo's page. Go to the, uh, the Bravo Breakdowns page. The live. Anything anything you can donate, it's helpful because guess what? They are out here literally raising funds. Their first goal was like $1,000. They did that in like an hour or two hours. They had a goal of like $2,000, did that in three hours. They're up to like almost $5,000. They're trying to get to $5,000. I honestly think it's so doable. So if you really feel like I don't deserve to give this girl any money for her birthday and for her to have like some more wine adventures, I understand. Sad. But you understand. If anything, repurpose it, give it to Loveland Foundation because that shit matters. Because I don't know where I'd be without my therapist. <laughs> you can talk about the rants I have now. These are therapized rants I'm giving you, girl. Okay. This is post therapy. I have empathy for people and I'm still reading them for filth. Imagine a time before. Go back. <laughs> you want to go sneak. back? Just a little sneak. A little, Just little a little sneak. like. You know, but oh, yeah. my therapist thinks this is a very good outlet for me. So I don't take it out on people that I do know or they're like in public. Yeah. So it's great. It's health. It's yeah, this is health is as well. Health. All right. At the white elephant party, Portia walks in late. Gorgeous, but late. Gorgeous. Three and a half hours Always late. Gorge. Okay. I would be pissed. Me too. There is lots of food. We are grateful. Finally, there's a party with food at it. Two people have said they're not coming. Marlo says she's not coming, but she is sending her assistant and her nephew with the gift. <laughs> and um, Latoya says she's not coming, but later she does arrive. We'll find out why, maybe, maybe not. Um, they have a limit of $1,000 to spend on the gifts it wasn't going to be a hundred they were basically just like impossible i don't know what that means what a nice place to be at financially yeah, <laughs> to right. be like i a hundred dollars <laughs> what do i spend what is that like milk um a thousand and none of them could even do that i love that for them in a panty in a panic at the pina. disco yeah in a pina colada maybe pina not pina. i was like y'all got a thousand dollars each i'll take it <laughs> i know Seriously. Okay, like it's like we are all regular people who like our main conversations consist of oh you got to keep your job oh awesome oh my god that's great oh I'm gonna go back to work you are that's so good for you like that great. is where we are and they're like a thousand but make it three <laughs> I know and I'm like where's that stimmy <laughs> like where is it but okay so they came they did come now we're we're doing we're doing a gift exchange. How the games works, and I, have you played White Elephant before? Mm-hmm. I love White Elephant. I used to do it back in high school whenever I would have um, Christmas parties. I really wanted to be like. So there's a book series called The Click, and I really wanted to be in The Click, and I wanted to be Massey Block. So with money oh, I didn't wait. have, I wait, wanted wait. to buy. Can we talk about that really quick? Yeah, please. 
there, I will never forget this. You know how like certain things just stick in your head? Yes. And like, they're really insignificant and like so dumb. So I remember, I, I will never forget where I was. I was in the back of my dad's car and we were like going on a trip and I was reading the click. Okay. And there's a scene in the beginning of the book where she comes out and her face is wet after washing it and she pats. I do it too. I do it too. I do it too. Because she said, if you rub it, it creates wrinkles. wrinkles. I swear, like whenever I wash my face, I literally am like, okay. Massey said to pat, 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 pat. How fucking weird. I thought I was the only one. No, I still think about it now to this day. Like y'all, this series changed my life I wanted every bit of it I mean yes it was about a a middle school clique that was so overly adult because they were very 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 rich and raised in the Hamptons like this is probably Sonia Morgan's child's friend group that's pretty much what it was like when she was in middle school way too much money definitely someone's a Morgan and then you have like an Alex McCord type, you know, it's like a really crazy, it's basically Housewives of New York, but as children, it's really great. Um, (laughs) At least the early days. And it's really, really fun. But there were so many things about it that I just was obsessed with. She left the series to like go on and create like Monster High. And if you have children, you probably care about that. But I felt abandoned. So, um, but good for your kids because Monster High is a big hit. The girls love it. The tiny children love that shit. So, um, I wanted to be this and I used to buy very nice lavish gifts at the Nordstrom Rack, all Michael Kors things and little like tiny things that I could afford, like little like Kate Spade earrings. I would spend all my Christmas budget on these gifts so that when people come to White Elephant, everyone got a great gift. Now I see the point was for everyone to bring a nice gift and it not be on me. Right, you were comparing the team. Like, yeah, I was messy. I'm trying to tell you, I was messy. Because people bring like really shitty gifts to White Elephant. But that's also why I was, you know, I again, it's the luxury. I don't, luxury. I am not good at, I You're am candy. I am candy is too. And I am not good at concealing it on my face. So when your gift is shit and I'm in my home, this is not a panorama and I'm not wearing a mask, you will see, I don't like it. Okay, well, I know, okay, I now I know for like your wedding present. Okay. Send you like something nice. <laughs> yes. Oh, listen. I am consistently more excited about the fact that my wedding will be a like mini BravoCon than I am about the marriage. That's problematic. She you know, but like speak your truth. So speak your truth. Like she, I don't know. She doesn't listen. It's fine. It's fine. We're gonna it's keep fine. going. It's fine. It's We're fine. gonna keep going. Um. <laughs> okay anyways yeah so there's lots of gifts I wrote down every single gift that someone brought okay Mal brought 10 bottles of champagne they are all cackling in their confessionals that she probably soaked the Bailey label off of it she definitely just got that from the back room of the Bailey wine agency wine seller what is the bit whatever business uh, Cynthia got this week that's the one she got it from. And she's probably soaked it off, they said. She brought 10 bottles of champagne that was supposed to equate to $1,000 because they're about $100 each. Portia brought a Baccarat perfume and a Gucci bag. Both of them are, this is more than 1000 Okay. Um, Mal steals that immediately. Love that for her. 
Um, but because Portia and Drew were late, they were one and two, which means they technically get the shitty end of the deal because they get to pick first and everyone sees their gifts and they get left with whatever is left at the very right. end instead of something lavish at the end. You know, if they were like number nine or 10. Portia got Cynthia's gift first, which was a bunch of Tiffany bracelets. Is Tiffany out? I'm, I don't know if I'm Cynthia or Portia because Portia was like, you can have these y'all. And Cynthia's like, plenty of girls would love to get Tiffany. I'm like, I think I would. Wait, am I, just I wrong? Think, I just think it's not Portia's style. Okay. Like, I don't think it's out. I just don't think it's her vibe. Okay. All right, so she got these stackable like little beaded bracelets and she did not want them from, although from Tiffany for $1,000, you actually could get something a little cute. Like you could get, you could do a little something shiny. I think you guess you're right. It's the style. Cause Cynthia, I'm like, you could have gotten something shiny. Like, yeah, like I just don't think it's her vibe. Sun, not necessarily colored. Like even the charm bracelets, like the silver ones, the, mm-hmm. nice, not the, multicolor I got like a David Yerman bracelet or something oh nice very adult too that's very, very adult nice. go to Nordstrom go to the Boys. counter usually it's like right by the escalator I love yeah. Nordstrom I freak yes, oh my god it, it, I love it, it is it's oh. right by I love it's my favorite store and then you go so and after nice. you get a nice bracelet for the girls you take yourself up to the Nordstrom cafe you get a, a little pot de creme little lunch and you go get a nice little little honey graham latte downstairs and you peruse, get yourself some shoes, you can make a day out of it. And Cynthia did this wrong. You asked me. <laughs> um, Marlo sends her nephew an assistant with her gift. It's $1,000 in cash and a box and wrapped. Marlo and I could be best friends. Love. This is great. Love. She's the best. I love her. When She's Cynthia opened it, she was like, oh my God, love Marlo. I said, that is just like, for some reason, that's even better than like giving someone a thousand dollars in Venmo or something. Cause you just say, I was worth the bands. Like being given the Literally. cash. Thank like, you. I love her. So fun. Very excited about that. Um, Candy brings the new iPhone. Shamia gets that and she's very excited about it. Shamia brings a Chanel brooch and scarf. Now, this is money well spent. She mm-hmm. actually got like a nice two-piece accessory set. She spent the full thousand. Mm-hmm. Good on Shamia for having that. Why is she not the housewife and Drew is? Just well, they asked Shamia. Okay. And she said, and Oh, yes, I think she actually is in one of those. My husband won't let me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because okay. the kids. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think she's in one of those. My husband won't let won't let me. We will talk offline. Um, assistant from nowhere takes that from Kenya on behalf of himself. He was like, "I want that." Actually, good for him. You go ahead. Godspeed, honey. Yeah. And Kenya gets Drew's trio. We'll talk the trio, and then how was this set up that she got this specifically? It's a wig. In a cat carrier, not even like a Louis Vuitton cat carrier, like a regular cat carrier. It's a wig. Um, and it's a tape recorder, like a tape recording, a cassette tape. They had to find a boom box to even play it in and plug it in. This was so, un- no one was prepared for a cassette. And... The wig did not cost a thousand dollars. There was some talk at the dinner table that Cynthia's wig would, but we know Drew's is not, and it was a used one. So you did not even spend one thousand dollars 
on a wig for this occasion. I get it. It's because they said that she had like a cat or an animal or something on her head when they first met her, but then yeah. buy another one or right. something. And or like, it. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it fell flat to yeah. me. Like it was just like, okay, like you could have really yeah. like showed your cards and like got something really fucking cool. Yes. And because... made everyone be like, damn, okay, Drew. But instead mm-hmm. she brought this like shitty fucking wig. Bad. And, every- and like, you're not going to phase Kenya this way. This is not going to bother. Like, it's I don't just, think anything in, phases Kenya, but being unfazed. Like yes. Kenya, and that's not a place you want someone to, like, if you don't like them, you don't want them to be embarrassed for you. Yeah, like, like oh, girl, you like, just got wow. yourself fired. <laughs> it's just like, do you think she'll come back? I don't, actually. I think this was probably a one and done. I don't think Drew will come back. And I think if LaToya wasn't leaving her, like, if she didn't voluntarily leave Atlanta, I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be uh, open and shut. They would have probably swapped the two out because Drew, it, there was a big up and then it fell very flat when we got to profit lot also you introduced an entirely new scandal too late i don't have time to invest because we Mm -hmm. only have two episodes and and it feels slut shamey and this is where candy got mad because she's like okay so in you spending 103 dollars for this gift the cassette being like 250 because vintage um how it was funny is like when she was explaining the premise to her mom about a thousand dollar gift she was wearing a balenciaga poncho so whether you got that from the right and unless you got that from like the neiman marcus last call or something you clearly want us to think you have money because it's fine for me i'm not a housewife right i can go to neiman marcus last call and have a grand time and feel really good about myself I didn't sign up for this. I didn't ask for this. You're not looking at my finances. And mm-hmm. allegedly, she her house is be is struggling to be paid for. The house is struggling to be paid for. That's all I know. Is the house is struggling to I have a question find to finances. Yeah. Are I don't know how to ask. Okay. Do you want me to pause? No. Okay, let's go. I mean, you can if you want. <laughs> no, go ahead. Let's just let it all hang out. Why it's not? Kind of silly. Yeah, we love but silly. I've been trying to figure out who runs the Peach Report Daily Instagram. Okay. And is it you? No. Oh my God, I wish. If I had the means to structure a Instagram site to reach over 100,000 followers, I would have done it for my own. <laughs> I literally like this whole time. I'm like, she knows so much. Like, no, plenty of people. Honestly, this is what happens when you have when people listen to you, and you'll see this as you are getting on there with the hot, hot off the mess. They like to tell you things from around the world. They like to be like, "Hey, guess what I saw? Someone sent me the actual like indictment from the Southern District of New York before the story broke." about Jen Shaw being arrested. They were like, you should see this. And it was the actual link to the Southern. I was like, I don't know how to read this. And within like maybe 45 minutes, I saw it everywhere. I was like- I literally was like, oh my God, like, you know so much, like you have to be the Peach Report daily. It is the fact that- I've been trying things. to figure it out. I'm like, who is this? Oh no, now I'll have to join you. We can figure like who's Gossip Girl. Yeah, that's how I feel. Cause they I know mean, so much. And they're also like really nice. Mm-hmm. 
and they like just state the facts they don't really like get in to the mess and I'm like that yes. feels like you like you would be like a gossip girl yeah I just don't want to get involved I just like to state my opinion and go like very quickly like I just start some mess and leave um also drew wrote a check to the humane society for a hundred dollars donation donation that is the way I knew she was actually probably broke because it was like, adopt a dog like commit if like, you if anything though you would have written it for the amount that they were supposed to spend which is a thousand dollars that is the way you. you can go oh I'm being shady with my gift but also like I showed up here's some charity it's written off like it, it also it's a write-off what are you doing like I'm out here like do you need it's tax season girl do this correctly like I know what's going on it really made me upset and then basically she was committed to being like this is it you I'm gonna put the nail in Latoya's coffin and then on cue Latoya walked in I was like so someone must have called Latoya it must have been a producer or Kenya yeah it definitely felt in her mind very jersey in the way where it's like something is happening like people are orchestrating like because Latoya lives far because Cynthia is far from everybody she's far fucking like lake yeah and latoya is not like she's like latoya in the city like she's popping youtube everything like that and she's glammed up so it took her at least an hour to get ready and at least an hour Mm -hmm. to get there and if portia and drew allegedly she waited drew was waiting for the cassette tape to be done have you never heard of a voice recording voice memo voicemail i think she wanted it to be like a moment but and google it, like, drive so google drive it to me put it in a joint one cynthia yeah. will open it she'll airplay it to the tv you come on time you see what happens so easy anyone could do it but i don't if, even yeah, like how do you even make a cassette like i don't know i truly don't know like burn not you even a cd like not even a cd like not to even me, like that would have been drive. yeah what not even like a floppy disk I don't know. And she's yelling at Latoya. Latoya somehow is already kind of lit. Very good for her. Latoya's always lit. But honestly, she moved quick. And the Drew was like, you just don't want to be around this energy. It's bad energy. And Candy's debate is he's a grown man. If what you're saying is true and they did sleep together, it's because he wanted to. He had the whatever it was to lose that you're claiming, not yeah. her. What are you talking about? And Latoya is kind of unbothered. She's just like, shut up. Like, what else do you say? Like, you yeah. don't even need to defend yourself, which is why I probably believe it definitely happened. But just like, why does it matter yeah. to you? Who cares? But it also just is like, weren't you upset that people were quote unquote slut shaming about Bolo and now you're like being a fucking bitch? Thank Sorry. you. No, yeah, honestly. And then like, funniest, it just is annoying. It's so annoying. And funniest moment of the whole night is when Kenya is like with Latoya. She's like, let's just steal all the, the champagne bottles and go. Because that was supposed to be Drew's gift. And they'll take it yeah. from her because she didn't bring a real gift. So now we all get to enjoy her gift and make up for the deficit. The literal deficit. Because mm-hmm. Kenya brought what? Like $5,000 diamond earrings that she did not pay for $5,000. But no, they were like valued. A lot of these then. things I'm... I'm kind of feeling like maybe because I know that they're really successful on social media I think the Atlanta girls are the most successful on social I'm like and I can the highest paid getting, that's why. like 
free things. Oh like yeah, for gift sure. Bags and like that. Like I don't think Cynthia went to Tiffany and picked those bracelets out. No, I think like she I feel like it. she was like, oh shit, okay, I got a really nice gift from like a party one time. Let me yeah, just throw it in the bag. I don't even know if they would have all of accumulated to a thousand dollars. That's the whole point. It's like it could have. You could have gone to Tiffany's and with a thousand dollars, you could have done something. Yeah, like, like I feel and, like you know, gifted. maybe not something like crazy, like for your spouse or something that you were like, you know, trying to woo them with, but like for a friend's, I would never be gifting my friend for friend miss a thousand dollar gift. I'm sorry, but at least not like anonymously, like blanketly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if it was an intentional, like from me to my best friend, maybe, but just to like put in the pot, and it could possibly go to somebody I hate. No, actually, I won't be doing that. Um, I want to actually look up how much those bracelets cost. And I'm going to do that. Um, And then we're going to talk about these fabulous taglines because it's over the season. It, it lapped, but the departing captions were as follows. Cause after Kenya basically stuffs Latoya into her car and is like, let's go. That made me laugh very much. And Latoya's like, ah, the carolers, like get in the car, let us go. And why is this girl always being dragged away from a party? Because she's too lit to handle herself. And I feel it was so funny because Sasha had pointed it out. Sasha from Bravo Breakdown. Uh-huh. Um, she wore that dress on Watch It Happens Live. Sasha oh, really? Did. Yeah. So like when she like, when Latoya, like when the pre, like when the previews were coming up, Sasha was like, mm-hmm. I wore that. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my, my God. God, I would have died if I actually had worn something that something was they would have born yeah on the t- oh my god it's so cool okay so the departing moments is kenya shoving latoya in the car and hers comes up because that's her parting gift to us kenya is planning another girl's trip with who we wonder she and Brooklyn are heading to paris soon kenya has officially filed for divorce she wants to know more of the daily drama <laughs> stop <laughs> they need to stop it's them why do you do that it's just the way you said it because that's what they did they were like look at us we're yeah. punny <laughs> like yeah you focus so much on being punny you spelled her child's name wrong and now someone got cursed out i know it oh yeah drew's is josiah's dad continues to form a relationship she continues to decorate her home that is perfect like her marriage and children, okay? And I'm like, but rumor had it, the house is struggling to find payment. The house is. I'm not saying they're not paying for it. I'm just saying the house is like, where's my money? And I guess they haven't answered. Um, Portia (laughs) remains on the front line of social justice, is back to eating meat, no longer baby vegan. We did watch her eat mac and cheese and ask for it to be wrapped up to go for her mama, quote unquote, wink, wink. but she's managed to stay away from the hot dog factory you go girl because the hot dog factory is kind of yummy i went good for her did you yeah it's there's one not too far he has he's franchising them he's doing well he needs to franchise one in detroit that's where he's from and i live here okay and i love a fucking hot dog you actually probably could look it up and see because he's leaving the georgia area they're moving like there's one coming to the DMV by the time I get home. Very excited about it because I love a hot dog. Um, Candy's acting career is booming. Returns for a second season of The Shy, which is a very big show on Showtime, written by Lena Waithe. It's fabulous. Drew will not be there. Yikes, because she's from 
Chicago and it's about her city and she's supposed to be an actress and didn't even get asked to be on it. That's so funny. Cynthia, her and Mike will be moving to Atlanta permanently as their home. She's looking for the next Lake Bailey on the hill. She needs somewhere to put that big ass sign she had made. The Bachelorette swing will have its own room. That is the end of our season. Who was your MVP this season? The candy. Okay. Still I like burn for me, but I get it. I just love her so much. And I, I think she's just like such a good person. And I mean, of course, like Portia, but I also have like my own issues with Portia. Um, like obviously not personally. <laughs> like I don't yeah. have like a personal <laughs> I love that we say it like that. Like, oh, I'm yeah, just really like, working I don't, through some I don't things with Portia personal. right now. Yeah, like I just, I think the her and Kenya thing needs to like, let's go. Like we're done here. Like, but I thought it wasn't her as much anymore. I mean, Kenya is the one who was like, we found when she found out that Portia had sex with the stripper allegedly. That was when she was like, I cannot. No, let no, no. This I'm, not, I'm not saying it's just Portia. I'm just saying them too. Like this feud. Mm-hmm. It, like we need to be done with it. Like because in New need- Orleans, when Portia was like, okay, so yeah, I did it, girl. I fucked them. Kenya was like, exactly. And Portia's like, what? What next? It, well, I just really Kenya grinded her gears. I think Kenya just wanted Portia to do that way earlier. Like, I feel like it would have made it more fun. I mean, like, I don't think, I don't know. I mean. But the only person who took the fun out of it was Kenya. Like, who cares? We all know what happens. It's like at a bachelorette party, like, okay, we all heard what we heard. But to be mm-hmm. clear, they are on a show and Kenya has to talk about these things. No, she doesn't. They covered the cameras. Candy made that order. She was like, this moment of the night will no longer be discussed on oh, the yeah. show. Are you serious? Which, I agree. I would have wanted to know about it, but I wanted to know about it in that moment when she was like there and she was like, I'm holding court at the pool. At the pool. That was fun. Making Tanya quit and now we're still talking about oh. it. That sucks. Like, Tanya- I was like, this is no longer fun. She I mean, didn't yes, see Tanya, Tanya is a total mess. I know. Poor girl. She, she, I feel bad for her because she, if she did sleep with the stripper, not saying she did, she hasn't confirmed, but if she did, which is likely, um, the man, he has had her waiting out here in these streets forever and cookie That's lady I'm saying. and everything. Like, fuck him. It's like, girl, I hope you did get some. I'm sorry. I really want you to have a good life. Like, yeah. and if you're not going to leave him because you're tied up in his business, like she's like VP or something of his like major tech company that's very, very, very nice. I'm like, oh yeah, I just do a lot of random Google research in my spare time. I'm like fascinated. I love to know things. He started a very big tech startup with one of his like friends, like one of his best friends from like college or something. And she's like one of the VPs. Like she's oh, up so there. She's like, I gotta stay. Yeah, no, he like, and they made like $10 million in like their first couple of years or something like that at their tech startup. So should she, we start a tech startup? Yeah, okay, let's do it. I don't Great. know anything yeah. about tech, but I'd love a hibachi grill in my house. I know nothing about tech either. I almost forgot to plug in my microphone. Um, so same, but I feel like we could make awesome. it work. Yeah, we, we got to make it till we make it. Yeah, okay, great. So that's it on Atlanta. That Nothing really happened. And sadly, I don't know why. I try to always make it that the, the ending is the most fun, but it, nothing, it never happens because Bravo Fizzle. is like really weird this way right now. Because now Jersey nothing really happened there either and I don't know what to do I'm like I'm over here watching and I'm very excited to watch I mean the most we got out of this was 
a great yacht party. Oh, Joe, Joe, I'm like, like scraping the bottom of the barrel for like, what happened? What happened? Joe outed Teresa's boyfriend on camera and he didn't know. And that was fun. Teresa was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, it's out there now, girl. I love that. Yeah, and now she had a bunch of things to say about it. When she got on that boat, because she was like, well, I guess now I got to talk about it because they're going to yeah, make me. Like, well. I went on a date here once and they're like, you did? With who? Okay, so the boy I've actually seen like 17 times. Let me tell you about it. I met him this day. We went on our first date there. We did this there. I prayed about it. He came and then we went on this date and now we're like dating. And they're like, oh, so this isn't like one I date. like seeing the side to her. I mm-hmm. don't think we've seen her happy like this Ever? in a really long time. Oh, okay. You like did. since the girls were like little and she had them all in their little bow outfits. Like, I don't think we've seen this side to her. So it's just nice. And then- Melissa would agree. She's like, yeah, I just want to see what it's like for her to be happy. This is like, get off my dick. Like, just like, be please? happy. Please. Me and my husband, stop hurting us. Please. We're begging you. Yeah. And now she's not hurting them. And Jackie has never time. looked better than she did on that boat. Is it because she won't eat Melissa's salad? I'm sorry. That's not me making fun of her eating disorder. No, I'm I know it's not. genuinely worried. Like, when she said when that, she, I did. That was the first okay, thing I Okay, I was no. very nervous. Like, does she not want to eat on TV? Maybe it's like a, an image thing. I'm going to just jump. Hopefully it's not Because she also that. didn't eat at um, her, the dinner with her family. She was pouring everyone's drinks the whole time. Like, she didn't yeah. Is it maybe I'm hoping that it's not that she's relapsed or anything, although part of recovery is relapsed. So that would be, you know, still no yeah. judgment and we're praying for her. But like, sad to say, but instead, I hope she's just uncomfortable eating on camera. I think that feels even worse. But like, Jackie, you look amazing, girl, but it's a salad. Like, she's like, oh, I ate in the car. I'm so stuffed. I'm like, she's giving you water. It's lettuce with ranch. Like, it's just water. I know. And it made me sad. Like, it's also, it was like iceberg lettuce, like from like the salad packs, which is what I use. Yeah, it was like yeah it, it's nothing you will not gain an ounce from this like you know I, granted if melissa was like yeah i'm gonna chop up some avocados throw a little bacon a couple boiled eggs maybe like a char maybe like chicken a salad i would have been like actually leah let me get that you made two because right. i mean we can't split this because that's delicious but i also maybe like, i've never been no that's true that's untrue but to be like maybe I would feel uncomfortable eating on camera too. And I forgot the only time I've ever been on TV so far, like for real. And I was on Watch What Happens Live in the audience. But on Potomac, I was, you you catch me eating toast and drinking coffee. So I guess that's just not true. Can you post that to your Instagram? It's okay. Weirdly, it's actually in the Facebook group that I have, but I will do it. Someone took a picture and was like, is that you, Moni? And I was like, I didn't love that moment. Oh, oh my God. God. It's, oh yeah, I'm like in the middle of like sipping and the camera is just paused and on my face. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I need like, to see Was it. it good? I was like, actually the coffee was banging. Like, that's like, why I couldn't put it down. They didn't tell us we had to stop eating. They were just running the cameras around. I was waiting on Monique. I genuinely thought they were just going to be test shots because we were waiting like an hour before she got there. And I was like, I'm going to eat. <laughs> Oh my God. That was the best toast I've ever had. The jam was fantastic. It was fresh strawberry jam. <laughs> I love brunch. <laughs> I, 
It's my favorite. I'm a fucking sucker for brunch. No, it's my favorite sport. Like I really love brunch. I love, and... I love the, I love all of it. Like I'll wait for a mm-hmm. table. Like I want to make brunch. It's an event. Yes, it is. And listen, in DC, we really, really, really love brunch. We go every weekend. Everybody does. And bottomless brunch is my favorite kind of brunch and I said it on my podcast before it's not mimosas I mean the brunch is bottomless so it's all you can eat and I can eat it all so I love brunch and it was good brunch I'm not gonna lie Monique's event say what you want about her it was a good ass brunch so on camera I'm eating and I I was like holding my composure the whole time like I probably would have been Jackie I was like hold it together like be cute oh they're coming I straightened my back and then they brought the food out and I was like I can't stop eating this this is delicious I gotta eat this I hope they focused on her so I waited till every time she was talking because I'm like I'm knowing they're going to put the camera on her only and not me because I wouldn't put it down the coffee was slamming the toast was fantastic they griddled the toast girl they didn't put it in a toaster they put it on the griddle buttered both sides golden Fresh strawberry jam. I had a great time. I and the restaurant My has mouth since, is like watering. Okay. And unfortunately, the restaurant has since gone out of business because of COVID. So I'm glad one of the few moments of them being on TV was me chowing down, having yeah. a great time. Good for you. Saying. You're supporting local business. Thank you. I was doing my part. Okay. I'm trying to help. And yeah. I want Jackie to eat. I really do. I mean, I understand. Maybe she's like on camera. Like, I don't want people to think, but that's something that happens. Maybe if you it's have for those type her. Of like, she can't watch herself eat. Okay. Maybe that's maybe okay. triggering. Jackie, I'm rooting for you. Whatever oh. it is, I just don't want you to pass up yummy food. Not, no, not so much Melissa Sally, more so Jen's whole spread because that tea party I was like how do I get an invite like how do I get an invite looked incredible I know like it made so much more fucking sense why she was pissed about Jackie's party she's like I'm a little tea party and my mom's gonna be drinking homemade everything and I'm gonna show up to your kid's birthday party and I get this like okay like it's I just not her it. vibe she's like no That's like what her mom older, does for her friends it's and their her mom culture. like she's it's just beautiful. like very because one of my best friends is Chaldean and they're very similar like like she really she always calls herself Jen yes. because she is Jen Aiden and her mom like will go to her sister's house and like they'll cook all day like they'll bake meat pies and they'll do all that like that's what they do yeah no I get it like two of my really great friends are both uh one's from Pakistan she's Pakistani and the other is um Armenian and they both are not even from the same country but I've never left their houses hungry because their mom simply will not allow like it's just over on that side of the world they take care of you that's also how they show love that's how they entertain yes it makes them feel good yeah like one of my best friends was serving me coffee like armenian she was like yeah we do serve coffee to our guests uh, with the tray you want some and i'm like yes she goes no take it money it's okay i'm like okay i don't want you to serve me we're peers and she's like it's fine but like just like jen but first of all her teacups were gorgeous i was so beautiful she'd love to drink tea out of that i agree her mom I'm, I stand her mom this episode. It changes week to week. I like the dad, the mom. I want them to both be happy, whatever that looks like. But her mom telling her, you need to get in there. You're not mixing it enough. And she's like, well, what's the bowl? And I'm like, mm, 
only a poor workman blames his tools. It's the bowl. Mm-hmm. Your mom probably could have done it. Because if I'm looking at her like, that is not mixed and I will not be putting my name on that. I'll be telling the girls you made that then. Like, yeah, spices are not like, well done throughout. And I'm like, that's a big ass bowl. What do you mean it's the bowl? It, right, like it's you and that's fine, but it is. And it's- so like the table is freaking gorgeous. Very glad she's actually redone her whole home since then because the decor needs needed an upgrade and Z Gallery came through. Yay. Um, very glad for her about that. Jackie walked in with some shade. She was like, yeah, this is the big house on the kid, like the big castle. You're like, with a big she's like, this is the Taj Mahal with no furniture. Yeah, I was like, that was so wrong. Damn. I was like, Jackie. But also that's just Jersey. Teresa, we met her. She has not furnished her house and we've known her like 12 years. Okay. I think it's like just the style. Yeah, they just buy these big ass houses and realize, oh, I got to furnish it all. Where yeah, do I? Like- and they have no style. They just buy big houses. Yeah, they don't buy like big furniture either. They buy like <laughs> any little furniture that I used to like make my Sims sit on. Oh my God. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So I love this spread. The tea party looked adorable. It was a mother's and daughter's tea because Jen backing up on the yacht, her and Marge kind of get into it. I actually was fully on Jen's side in this one because she was like, as you're reading this, Marge, it was presented to me differently and now I'm hearing it and I'm actually really sorry. And Mars like, you have a processing issue. And she's like, okay. And Jen's like, okay, so maybe we'll just go back and forth a little bit. And if you don't like it, you can just shut up about it. Yeah. And that's what makes Jersey so superior. I think this season is honestly a perfect season of Housewives is because they're able to have conflict and move on. Mm -hmm. Like they're able to, it's dramatic when it's happening but then they just move on. And I also don't think anything is really that deep or heavy. Like it's right. not like a Dallas where it feels heavy with the bullying thing. It's not like in Atlanta, like not Atlanta, um, Orange County where there's like a lot of like weird COVID underbelly going on. Like yeah. this feels like a good housewives season. Like Teresa and Jackie are kissing each other on the cheeks they're hugging. Yes. They're fine. Like they, and that's, so I remember talking to Jackie, like at the very beginning of the season and she was like, her and I like move on like this, the fights you see in the very beginning are, don't keep happening. And that's I was like, good. that's good. Like, that's what we need. We don't so like seeing, to dwell. No. So seeing Jen and Marge kind of go back and forth and then they move on. And then you yes. see a lot of like personal storyline with everybody like mm-hmm. you, it's it just feels good it just feels yes. like a really really good season in 10 seconds I mean they're going at it and then Jen is able to apologize again she goes let me try this again I'm gonna reload it mm-hmm. I'm sorry and Marge like okay and I accept Margaret was like okay that's great like yeah, she goes, I on. accept that and then we'll move on she goes I really like that and now she's like I actually would love if all of you could come to my home and I love that Jackie was like kind of chiming in and they're offering her advice with her mom yeah. and everything. And they're like, yeah, we'll all come with our moms. Because and stuff. Jackie's parents live separate and they're still Right. Married. And she so really wanted the them work to be as like, well. Remember? Yes. Parents. So it's, it's kind of work. like, it's just like you do what works for you. Um, and she's like, bring out, you all come, you'll talk to my mom and maybe it'll be great. And her mom is like, Okay, and she wants to put out this beautiful spread. What made me sad yeah. was that her mom, or her Jennifer and her dad were both belly shaming her. They were like, no belly shirts, like no shirts that show yeah, her belly. Her mom like, kind of loved it. She's I like, know, I but, love my belly. I was like, right. Hey, but also like, excuse me, girl. This is my home. Hey, 
this is my daughter's home. Like I'm cooking all day. You want me to change my, you better. Shh, thank you. I'll wear what I want and I'll be comfortable. But she looks gorgeous when she came down, gorgeous when she was cooking. She did an amazing spread. That is beautiful. Her spread will live longer than anybody's beauty. Okay. Like she is legendary. She because, and Jen was like in Turkey, huh, the girls love her food. She was like number one. Like she was the it girl of cooking. I'm like, I can tell. This yeah. is next level shit. She should open a cafe. I'd go. And can we talk Gabby? My shining star. Okay. So she's now, they're saying the new Melania. I think we've actually surpassed something. I think we have tapped into something that we don't know what we even have. No, the we star power. Come, we don't know that we don't know. the. There's limit. potential yeah. here. We don't know about like the limit does not exist. AKA mean girls, right? She comes yeah. down. She's in a great lipstick. She's in a beautiful little dress and a Marco Kors heel. And she's like, thanks. It's Mako Kors. I said, oh, a she's just sitting there like, can you please stop harassing me with your perfection? I am overwhelmed with how much I want more of you. The self-confidence, the like, like she's hilarious. I just was like, this is so fucking cute. And then like just anything she does, like whenever she's on camera, she's just a little star. Like when she sauntered down those stairs. And with her her beats by Dre and she's like, amazing. 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 I'm obsessed with you. I love her so much. She's adorable. She came down there. She said, I actually belong to be here. Tea party. Yeah. She's like, this is for us. It's for me. Yeah. This is my field. And I get that. It's like if, some, if I was going somewhere and someone just had a brunch, I'd be like, I actually belong in this room with well, all of I you. Think the thing that makes her different than Melania is Melania, I don't think is likable. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude. Like, I just don't fuck with her. Okay. I know she's 13 or whatever, but like, I just don't, I get it. She's hard. When she walked in, I love seeing Teresa and Gia. Gia's chill. She's like, oh yeah, I'm just chilling. Listen, look, look you see these voice recordings? Melania, like, so like Melania comes in and she was like, she still gives me like, I'm scared of my teenagers. Like Teresa's scared of her children. She's like, okay, so he said it and you said it. Now what? I was like, oh, this is catching me outside. Like, you're going to watch his fucking mouth. And this is a lot. This is giving me but, bad behavior. So, like, right? Gabby, Gabby wasn't she's not like a mean kid like whereas Melania no. is like a terrorist Gabby just like Gabby, she's a star she like, feels herself like she, she understands her herself. own juice she's like oh I got it actually I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm popping I know. and Jennifer's I dig that like, Jennifer's like get out of here go upstairs no she like, sits instead on the love seat and she like bends her and I loved all the women going so what you do is you cross your legs either at the ankle or at the knee she goes oh like this Okay, I'm like, I am obsessed with this scene of all the women and the moms and stuff. Like, it's like three generations in this room and they're teaching her how to be a little lady. And then like, she leaves and like, they're talking about other stuff. And I was like, this is really sweet. And then Teresa felt really overwhelmed and I completely understood. I bawled. I like really like had to pause and like, I have never lost anyone like that. And I got really sad for her because she was like, I'm really anxious and I just want to go be with my mom. And like, I wish she was here. And I knew that was going to be hard for her. And Mm -hmm. when it started playing the montage of her and her parents, I was like, oh God, this is too much. It was like a night. I was like, holy shit. And when Melissa's mom embraced her like this, 
I always like Teresa, you're a fool if you don't make up with this side of the family forever. Like you need this love and support. Her mom was embracing her because she was really close to Teresa's mom too. And she's like, I love you. I love you. Like, I know you miss her. I miss her. She's crying. I'm crying. Teresa's crying. And Teresa just kept saying, she's like, I just want my mom. Like there's really nothing else to say. And Melissa's like, I'll share my mom with you. And I'm like, this is really a lot. And then she like leaves and it was, they all give her a hug. Like everyone does. And that made me really happy. I, you know, they called her a car, but then I got like in the middle of tears and wiping my left one away. And I got confused. Why is it to be continued? What are we continuing? Teresa's breakdown or like the tea party? Like what's happening? Like to be continued to do like, there's like something happening that's so investable that like, we are like, oh, what's going to happen next? I'm like, so I'm going to, am I going to cry more? What is next? What's continuing? And then there was no preview. Go to the grave. Uh, Please, no, I don't want to do that. That's going to be really sad for me. Or is it going to go down at this brunch? Then there's no preview. So what? What happened? See a preview? Like I know that's why that. I'm like really thinking because now you got me thinking again. Because I'm like, what is to be continuing? What is I just, continuing? Yeah, I just take whatever Bravo gives me, and I just, I just don't even think about it. I'm so oh, okay. stupid. No, like when okay. I saw the to you be have continued, a blind I was loyalty. like, well, when I saw the to be continued, I was like, that makes sense. And I'm really? talking about it. I was like, oh, I re- instantly I was like, what? What happened? Nothing no, happened yet. Like, like, we haven't even started the tea party because Teresa had to leave. No, I was genuinely like, oh yeah, we're going to pick right up, right up from here. <laughs> well, like, we love this, that. I love I blind loyalty. I love having it. Ellipses, and we are back. Okay. Right I love that. I love having right. people on here who are like, You're I am actually in it bitch. to win it. No, it's, it, there's millions of people. I just take it at like face like value this. sometimes and it's so dumb. No, You're I like, don't want to be like this all the time, Sam. I don't want to constantly be like, who wrote this scene? Like I do that. I watch it with such a critical eye. Like, even my own fiance would be like, why do you think she said that to her? I was like, a producer told her to. And she's like, oh, like the magic is gone. I'm sorry. I'm awful. I'm sadistic. I try not to do that too much on the I'm show. Literally, why I have you like, on here. I'm literally like, oh yeah. Like there's, you know, there's, this is it. This is all that has happened. They don't, they, if nothing happened <laughs> on screen. So like when Dave Quinn, like will tell me things, of things that have happened behind the scenes, I'm like, what? Yeah, I've had. I'm like, some... what do you mean they like have like calling times? Like, what do you mean? Yes, people like, have constantly said have to, like, get permits to film places. Like, like why? It took a long time to figure that out. No, that's the reason why people are like, why does Marlo and even like Camille like not want to go back to being full time and like, give them a peach or whatever? And I'm like, no, they actually get to show up and do whatever they want. They're the most authentic. That's why the friends of this season on Atlanta have been doing so much of the work because they really just get to show up and have fun and do a bunch of shit. And and, yeah, but yeah. the full time gals have to be at certain things. They have calling times. They have to go places like that was the whole thing with Lucy, Lucy Apple Juicy. It was like, yeah, you knew we were going to talk about it because we got cleared to film and you got an email saying show up right. here. It's just like, it kills me. Mm, I'm sorry. But to be continued, yeah, like, I put my hair up. I'm stressed. Oh my God. Next week, um, more Jersey and it's going to pick up right where they left off. Yay. And we can't wait. <laughs> like, oh, what did we get this week? And there's no preview. So Sam's probably going to be like, oh, it's all fresh, all new. We don't I, know what we're getting. I go so excited. Each, I go into every week of episodes just like it's a fresh week. 
like every week I feel some I feel differently I'm so happy for you that actually makes me so happy that you have that yes yeah because great time like unless someone tells me like the tea or the behind the scenes like I don't know like I'm going in and I'm just like to be continued yeah love that we're gonna pick right up oh my god party with the moms that's so funny I love that. Y'all, <laughs> we have come to the end and I've had such a good time. This was a joy. Please, Sam, for people who, of course, now even more identify with you and are like, me too, Monty, stay ruining things. And I just want to have fun with Bravo. Where can they find you, connect with you, listen to your new podcasts? Yeah. More. So you can find me on Instagram at Bravo Historian. You can find me on Twitter at Take Your Zoloft. <laughs> it's like just a reminder for myself. And then um, you, I mean, my new podcast, it comes out April 30th. Um, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's called Hot Off the Mess. Make sure you subscribe, review, and, you know, just have a good time. Yeah, um, yeah. Meow if necessary. <laughs> um, yeah, this was so much fun. I literally love listening to you because you have such like, amazing insights thank you I and I could I add like sometimes I, I was like I don't even want to say anything because you're fucking like going off and I'm just like yes no like please. I was literally at the edge of my seat please please say something or the girls are in the reviews you don't let anyone talk and I'm like you don't understand I can see them you can't and sometimes they're just staring at me like oh my god and I'm like you want me to narrate the stare? Like, what do you want from me? I'm I just trying to make everyone happy. But yeah, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Me. Thank you so much for coming on, y'all. Of course, you know what to do. Take care of yourselves and each other. You can follow me on all the things, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. I do have a Facebook group called Mixologist Mixer. If you do want to go see that post or that picture right now that someone grabbed of me, drinking my coffee on TV. <laughs> and that's a reminder to you, go, go do something for yourself. Even if you are not on TV, like go drink some coffee that makes you happy. Um, of course, thank you for listening. Let me know that you love it in the reviews. If you don't love it, you can tell your therapist um, about it and take care of yourself. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe and stay home if you are as sick as Carrie. Thanks, bye. <laughs>For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, Pop Culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. And rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.